right. It looks good. <laughs> I didn't even say anything, dude. Don't fucking spit up. You just started following me? What is this shit? What is this shit? Who? Devel what? Are you what is this? This I feel betrayed. This man unfollowed me and then refollowed me or un you are. I can't believe I'm interviewing someone who doesn't even follow. This is disgusting. This is absolutely. Well, I didn't I unfollow you. It just Wait. said you. You followed you pervert. All right. No, that's Wolf God. Can you ban that one? Oh, that's really in funny. Instead of eyes, he has L's. <laughs> or instead of L's, he has eyes. Can you ban him? I'm actually reporting that account. I that's swear to God. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I fell for it, dude. That's good shit. Holy shit. Let me actually change something here. I fucked up. No, I, re I read the doc. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, I well, I got to change my thing. Develi, tell me this. First question is, what are you, uh, uh, how's your day? Like, I, did you just wake up? I know you have such a wonky schedule yourself. Well, actually, I do night shifts, right? So mm -hmm. I wake up late naturally. So 3, p 3 p.m. for me is like 9 a.m. for a normal person, I mm -hmm. guess. But I woke up at 3 p.m. today. It's actually pretty good. This is ridiculous. So you're just this is regular day. This is this is on par for you. Uh yeah, Monday, Sunday or Monday are usually my productive days. So I do mm -hmm. my laundry, I clean my room, I do the kitchen, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I usually get try to wake up early. Okay. All the nice. time. Nice, nice. But my sleep schedule has been uh, it's been all over the place. You it, it's kind of refreshing though because it's like you you know, I fuck with a lot of Australians, so I'm kind of on their schedule because of that. And so mm -hmm. with you being on the other side of the world where you're at, and we'll get to that in a bit, you're kind of associated with the N.A. sleep schedule where you're going to kind of, well, even then, Cursor, like I know like Cursor and them all stay up until like fucking 5 a.m., mm -hmm. 9 a.m. So you're, you're around our time as well. But that's, that's, that's a bit much. What do you, wait, what are you sipping on? What's this drink? What is this drink? This is one of the best beers ever. It's Shoof. I don't know if you know it. Hey, listen, it's no. like a Belgian beer. Okay. Oh my god, it's Wait, so good. So if it's a Belgian beer, is that like a... I don't even know. I'm not going to fucking act like I know this beer. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. How, how do you call those beers again? Well, I when forgot. I think Belgian beers, I think like light, like they're, they're more... Uh, they're not amber. They're like whitish. They're like... Is it lager? It's... um No, no, no. This is... It's called special beer in Dutch. Uh -huh. So speci special beer. Mm -hmm. It's like... um. It's like those IPAs, you know, ah, I'm so special. I drink IPAs. Yeah. That's that's the kind of stuff it is. That's just kind of strong, though. If that's an IPA, that's it's a... um yeah, it's eight percent. Goodness. Well, I guess we're gonna be knowing the truth about Develi this this afternoon. That's what I'm learning here. All right. All right. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Let's um, I'm gonna start the show off the same way as I've always. All right. You're number fifty-one. You're a new breed here. You're you're on that way to a hundred. Uh, and the way I start off every show is kind of telling the streamer how we met. And I, yep. we knew each other because you and I are, are pretty similar in the breed of like we were viewers and, and of, of Twitch first. And we, we kind of collided communities wise. Yep. Uh, I think I would say I've, I saw you around Nate and Cursor streams. And this is before you and I both streamed. 
Um, and so I knew of your name. I saw it. I saw it lurking around. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, finally I was able to put a face to a name. I think it was when I was interviewing Cursor. Um, well, is, probably, yeah. Is when we were able to put a face to the name. And so, you know, from there, I've watched your stuff, lurked your stuff. I know you've got you yourself have a new podcast running on Sundays. We'll talk about yep. that a little bit later. Um, but but you've been gaining your own traction. And I love the the attitude, especially, too, that you've had that, you know, you started off and you're like, all right, I'm going to try new things. I'm going to do things that that interest me, but also I'm able to, to, to you know, work with my friends, um, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Nate and Cursor. And. From from one podcast to another, Dave, I'll tell you, it is tough keeping Nate and Cursor's attention. Am I right? All right, it's from very fucking. fucking let me tell you, <laughs> dude. Let me tell you. Yeah, shoot. Okay, last podcast was good. We didn't have a lot of topics because, uh -huh. um, like the idea of the podcast is we we re it's called recap, so yeah. we kind of recap the last week in mm -hmm. Twitch. Mm -hmm. But sometimes just there's just no shit happening, you know. So sometimes you don't really have <laughs> mm -hmm. you don't really have any topics and. Yeah. I made a note to myself, like write down a cheat sheet, uh, cheat sheet of like general yes. topics we could talk yeah. about. Uh -huh. um, we're still in the we're still learning, you know. Of course, um, but no. yeah, you're right. Um, so last podcast uh, was very good, but the podcast mm -hmm. before that, like Cursor was almost falling asleep. <laughs> I saw that. I've watched them all, and I always like I digest it and I take it in because it's it's one of those things where it's like you know we're in the same field. I want to know how you're doing it as well. You've seen how I've done it. I want to see how you're doing it. And I'm mm -hmm. watching Cursor play with his Yoshi coins and fall asleep. I'm fucking watching Nate. Nate, guys, it, Dave, Dave, you see this shit when you're hosting. And now we're going off the topic, but when you're hosting. No, no, no. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. And he does this shit where he's just locked into one screen. He's not even looking. He's not even looking at you. He's just doing this. And he's still kind of participating. Oh. But like. <laughs> and then I no, love no, no. that. Okay. You, yeah. No, Nate, Nate does it well. He, he told me he, he's like. His brain is like always fucking jumping around and shit. Yes. So that's true. he has like ADHD. So he's he's pretty good at playing something and then also conversing. Like true. his mind is always there. Mm -hmm. And usually when he plays a game, it's like a it's a game that doesn't really need a lot of atten attention. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's playing like a strategy game. Like it's mm -hmm. all good, but it's just funny. It's like a meme to me because the entire chat's like, "Yo, you winning, son? You winning, son? Yeah, yeah. You know that type of shit." And when I try to, I confront him every every now and then, like, "Hey, Nate, you still you still playing?" And then he's like, "I'm not playing anything." And he, you see his fucking monitor flash and shit. And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> I had them fucking. This is the last time I ever did it. I'll ever do this too. I'm never having them together on a show. I put them together on the show, and this cat, this cat, he fucking. I saw Nate. Fine, he's playing his game. Cursor. I see his glasses light up. With the COD screen, and I could see this shit, and he's like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, moms." Literally, it could have just been a conversation between me and Parker, and I was just like, "This is fucking." I'm having to sit here, and, then, and then, it was, it was, oh. and Nate came from a surgery. Did you know that this motherfucker came yeah, from yeah, a he surgery? Was he's like, he was "Yeah, he's fucking give me this face." He was giving me that sloppy toppy face as if he was getting brain the whole time. <laughs> I mean, he probably I could. Probably was. But no, I love, I, I, I legitimately fan of those shows. I love the one with, with, uh, fucking, uh, oh, and Bucks on that one too. I, I watched yeah, that whole thing. I could not stop laughing, man. That was good shit. That's good shit. Where a lot it's of. It's just the chemistry, man. Yeah. And, and, and you're going to see, yeah, and I'm going to tell you right now too, you're going to hit that threshold, man. 
stay consistent. Keep doing your thing. I got a lot of love for your stuff, man. It is tough to, to, to do the podcast, but I, but I enjoy what you're doing, man. Um, but let's, let's reel this in. All right. So that's kind of the, the, the history of, of Mr. Develli and, and moms online. I'm going to hit you with the first question. All right. In general. Whoa. Whoa. Is that for you? Uh, it's not for me. There's been a few, like we just recently had a curfew because of the coronavirus and people are like, ah, oh, fuck the curfew. And they've, they've been kind of mildly riding and setting off fireworks and shit. Oh, okay. I thought it's that not was that. someone knocking your door. <laughs> it's like, no, oh, no, no, no. It was fireworks. It was actually outside. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I did. Yikes. I, li- Yikes. I live in a, in a war zone. Yeah. yeah apparently, well, <laughs> I didn't know you were in the United States. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were, in, you were in our capital. Uh, first question, though. First question here. Uh, before you were even streaming, how long have you had your Twitch account? That's funny. I actually looked it up like three weeks ago. It was, um, I think I started watching in January 2013. Mm. And then I made my account within a month or so. I can, I can very vividly remember the first year of Twitch. When Everything you s- between that's kind of vague, but... Mm. When you say you were watching then made your account are you saying you were more of a lurker you were watching just you know whatever no account not even in the chat just purely having it on um at first for a month i was kind of a lurker Hmm. um i can tell you the whole story i like it's so vivid to me it's it's crazy go ahead um i remember it was christmas um so around yeah end of december and um i was pretty young back then seven years ago i was 17, 16, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I got this new game called Star Wars The Old Republic. I got it for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't play it because my internet was like, my internet was out for like three weeks mm. or something like that. From the day I got that game, because it's an MMO, you have to be online. Mm-hmm. From the day I got that game, my fucking internet went out and it was out for three fucking weeks. You have no <laughs> idea. That was probably the worst week of my life. Yeah, well, blue balls. Honest, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And it's a subscription. It was a subscription based model. So you have to pay monthly. And like my <laughs> monthly subscription was gone before mm-hmm. I could play it. It was, it was horrible. Um, but I remember that. And then I started playing it. And then I knew what Twitch was because yeah. I used to be on Justin TV back then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I was just looking for Star Wars Old Republic streamers, and I can very vividly remember two streamers I watched. Uh, one of them was called Kandosi, and the other one, uh, I was a mod in his chat eventually. He was called Kusho, and it was like, it was this Asian guy who's like very high performing. He did like a master's in economics. Wow. But when he got off school, he just, he just took like a fat bong rip and went live and played Star Wars Old Republic. And that's all he did. Like he took like five bong rips every stream. He was like zooted out of his mind. And it, it's like one one of my most favorite memories of Twitch. The mm-hmm. community was very, very nice because back then there wasn't really like a meta and all that shit. People were just hanging out. Um, the, the chat was basically talking to itself. Like people were just having full on conversation and stuff. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. So that was like January 2013. So it was really nice. Give me this. You know, usually the the question goes, you know, what brought you on? But it sounds like those creators really brought you to this platform and made you stay and, yeah. and be part of it. When you first stumbled upon those communities, especially the ones that you see yourself now when you look back, um, 
having stayed there for longer, you know, instead of just the casual, oh, here's one, I'll stay there for 10 minutes, I'll leave, wasn't, you know, whatever. What did that initial feeling feel like? Like when you, you, you found a streamer that, that you really vibed with, that you really fucked with? Uh, it was really nice because I was always kind of, um, kind of a reserved person. I didn't really go out that much, all that mm -hmm. stuff back then. I wasn't really social, mm -hmm. and I just played video video games all day. All day, but um, I always loved having something on in the background. So before mm -hmm. that, it was YouTube, yeah. and then I went over to Twitch, and I don't know. It just it was very natural. I just opened his stream. He seemed like a cool dude. I was super active in his community. Um, yeah, it's just, it was very natural. It was it was like hanging out, you know. Yeah, kind of. Excuse That's me. That's what I see streaming on in general, just hanging out. I see. I was going to ask you: Is he still active today? Is that someone that you still associate with, with today? No, he um, he stopped at some point because he he was starting an apprenticeship. Mm. So he was like, "I can't do this. It's it's going to take up too much of my time." Um, so I had to quit. Yeah. And I keep looking him up like every few months, see if he's mm -hmm. active again. But mm -hmm. he's living his life. He's no, living his best life. No Twitter account, no nothing to, to, to keep, you know, keep it. Wow. Sheesh. No, nothing. I think the last time he streamed was 2015. Mm -hmm. 2015, wow. something like that. Isn't that crazy, though, to think about a day where it's like your favorite streamer one day could just not be streaming anymore? And then, yeah, you know, it is what it is. That's life. Yeah. Back then, we didn't have Discord and all that stuff. Exactly. Or, uh, Twitter wasn't that. Um, Twitter wasn't that promoted either. Mm -hmm. It's just streaming. It's just he goes live, everybody pops in, mm. um, and that's it. It's kind of bare bones if you compare it to how it is now. True, true, true. Let's transition your your experience though. All right, you went from being a viewer. You went from digesting the content to being being the content. Uh, tell me what was in your mind when you decided to go live for the very first time. Why did you do it? Um, well, actually, now that you say it, um, I actually streamed very, very, very soon in Twitch's lifespan, I guess. When I was young, I used to stream League in like 2014, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I can't remember what I felt when I went live. It's, it's really weird. I didn't really feel anything about it. I just went live. I played. I played league. I fed my ass off. Uh, uh, my team was screaming at me, you know, and that kind of stuff. And I was just, I was just streaming it, and people were were in chat. It's like the feeling is way different compared to when I started streaming again later. Mm -hmm. It's very, very weird. Because back then, it, it, I don't know. It was, it was a totally different experience compared to now. It's it's really crazy. Now what that I you, think what about do you it. mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by totally different experience? Um, it was very back then. It was very natural, I guess, because right now everybody's like, "Oh, I gotta have content. I gotta promote it. Blah blah blah. Grow this and that." Mm -hmm. And back then, people people kind of just went live because it was new. They were like, hmm, "Let's check it out," um, and they just went live and they just talked to people. That was mm -hmm. just all all it was, and it was the same for me. It's actually crazy because. Um, I was like 18 years old and I didn't do shit. I didn't promote anything, but, uh, it was very easy to get new people in your stream because the platform wasn't, um, saturated. It wasn't saturated at all in 2014. Yeah. It was very new. So, so uh, right now it's way different. I'm sorry. 
how do you how do you feel about that? How do you feel about being able to see both uh, outlooks into Twitch? How back then you kind of had that stars role of like it wasn't a competition, it wasn't this this frenzy of uh, fighting for eyes, and then now it's become this industry. I would say yeah. of of entertainers, not even just gamers anymore. It's entertainers of the sort because you see like live music performances. You could see a lot of shit on Twitch. Uh, do you miss the old days? Do you prefer the current product? Tell me about your, your mindset with that. Uh, I definitely miss it, but it's kind of inevitable how it progressed like that. Um, it's, with, it's with everything. It's with YouTube too. Once it gets really big and it kind of gets mainstream, um, uh, the dynamic kind of changes, the culture changes. And the old type of culture uh, is still there in like a back corner of the, of the website. But um, it it changed a lot. I don't know. I can't really say I preferred one or the other uh, because there's benefits for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like back then, we wouldn't have a, a mom's online inside the streamer studio, and that's like that's like really nice content that you oh. wouldn't have back then. Um, but then again, I kind of missed the whole community feeling. Yeah. Um, it was definitely everything was community driven. Um, if you if you didn't talk to your chat back then, uh, people just wouldn't give a fuck about you. And yeah, I kind of miss that. Uh, yeah. And also, uh, the thing about being uh, kind of hard to discover nowadays, mm-hmm. it's also, yeah. it also kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah. That's so true. There's so much talent out there that's still, uh, when I say talent, I even say there's so many great people out here that still have yet to be discovered. That they're, they're mm-hmm. literally five, ten viewers. And I've found them. I've seen them. I've watched them. And, and I, now I play this game of like, I'm going to, I'm going to bet this person blows up in a month. Or two. I play this game. And when I, when I say blow up, I mean even just like double their average. That's what I mean by blow up. It's just growth. Um, yeah. Compared to the people that just either give up or just fizzle out. That's fascinating. You said that uh, you could still find that part of twitch but in the back where is the back where can i find that old school part of twitch develop if i'm looking for it um like the community-based stuff yeah i guess um it's i think it's hard to find it depends i think it's generally um found in streams that stream kind of one game i feel like because um, I was strictly watching that guy. He, he was playing an MMO, and MMOs are social games, so their chats are going to be different. For example, when I go to um, this other big MMO, very good MMO, Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to the Final Fantasy fourteen directory, uh, I, it kind of gives me those vibes. The people that stream in that one, mm. um, it's like very everybody's there for one thing. Uh, everybody's just conversating. Um, the streamers just conversating with chat. Uh, it, it's very, it's very natural, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like that. <clears throat> Let me uh, switch over here for a moment. Let's. Uh, I have your account pulled up. I have your stream pulled up, and I'd like <laughs> you to explain to me some things. All right, I'm just here asking questions. I'm just here. Oh, I'm a liar, actually. For some reason. Oh, no. Oh, it's because you raided into me. I. I it, I just have some questions about your your channel, uh, about some of the points that you have. Uh, I usually this segment, you know, I try to change it up because some people, a lot of people, have the same points. Uh, a lot of the people have the same 
you know, type beat in terms of channel points, but you have about three, four that I have questions on. All right. The first one is this, Mr. Okay. Develli, for a thousand points, or let me see what it's called. Oh, okay. It's just called channel points. For a thousand channel points, you will sniff your armpit. Where, yeah. where, <laughs> why, why did that come to be? I have no idea. I made that one pretty early. I was like, you know what? Uh, I need to. I need to get some channel points. Here, you know, get some uh, because my philosophy with channel points is you kind of put control in the people that are watching you, and I feel like that's a good thing to have. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. You're saying everything right, Develi. But the question remains: <laughs> Why did you choose to smell your fucking I, I have no fucking idea. I was like, you know what? I got to do something random. I was just thinking about it. I was like, mm, sniff my armpit. You know, fuck it. And <laughs> it actually it actually surprises me how many people would redeem it. I Like, it would be redeemed like 10 times a stream. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you're really wasting channel points on me reviewing my armpit smell today. Like, uh, why? You know, but I respect it, though. I respect it. But Has there been a yeah, point was- where it was stinky and you just lied? No, no, I'm always honest. I'm always honest. Okay. Uh, like sometimes I'll smell it. I'm, I'm like, hmm, it smells like chicken soup today, you know? And then uh, if someone else redeems it, I'll do the left one. I'm like, hmm, this one smells a little bit different. Uh, I'm always honest. What? Okay. I, that, that, <laughs> that in its own right already elicits much more questions. I just want you to know, everyone that's watching, I want you to know how Develi masterfully answered and yet didn't answer the question earlier on all right that's why you got to really attack him with you got no, no. Really- if it smells like shit i'll tell you actually if it really smells bad you'll visually see my face like like ugh, you know i don't know how you said chicken soup that 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 shit perplexes me but i'll i'll allow moving on here uh, i like said- chicken soup Okay, relax, buddy. <laughs> relax. <laughs> All right, freak. Uh, for 5,000, this one's interesting because of DMCA, and I assume that it's kind of changed it up. But for 5,000 points, it says you'll review your album. And yeah. it says here, request one of your favorite artists' album, and I will listen through it fully and review it. Tell me about your mindset with this one. Where'd you come up with this idea? I loved it. Uh, of course, DMCA kind of ruined that for everyone. And I assume that it's, this was something prior to that whole thing but tell me your mindset in creating this specific channel point um well i still do it um because music on my stream is so important to me i i'm willing to take the risk um, okay like if they ban me once if they ban me once and they're like oh, don't do it again they give me a slap on the wrist then sure i'll i won't bother but mm-hmm. um it's way too important for me to to, to just ditch the music right now mm-hmm. um I can imagine it's different for other people, um, like especially big streamers, you know, it's your livelihood. But to me, um, it's just too too big a part of me to not play DMCA music or yeah. DMCA bandworthy music. Um, no, I just really love music. Uh, I might call it an obsession, um, even a healthy obsession, I guess. Um, and I just, I love hearing new people's um, inputs on music. So uh, I was just like, hmm, reviewing an album could be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so I just put it up there, you know. What was, it, why not? so far, what was your favorite one that one of your community members had you review? Um, I remember, I don't know if Ethan52 is in chat or Nico, Schnico MD. Um, I remember one stream, it was a really chill stream playing Star Wars uh, Fallen Order. And they requested uh, NBA Young Boys albums. They requested like okay. three albums. Yeah, yeah. I had to listen to three albums. And 
I never really listened to him, but um, when I actually took the time to listen to his albums, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, this is actually, yeah. actually quite impressive. I kind of like it. But see, that's the genius of like that idea. It, it pushes your musical limits and your taste and like forces you to discover things that you probably wouldn't have prior. So that's mm-hmm. why I, I love that idea. That's a, that's a lot of love for that, man, especially with music, man. Um, okay, you're going with the devil's number here. For 6,666 channel points, it says, roast me for one minute in Discord. Tell me how this yep. works and tell me what was the most brutal roast that you received from your community. You know what's funny? There's only one person that redeemed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going you're gonna to find this hilarious. Go ahead. Uh, it's basically, I just call them on Discord and they can just roast me whatever, however they want. And I was like, damn, this could be really fun. Because I, I, like, talking sh- I like talking shit to people. Of course. And I like when people talk shit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, in a friendly way, of course. Um, but one guy redeemed it. He didn't say anything in chat. He redeemed it. And then we got in a call. And all he did was promote his own stream. That's all he did. That's actually legitimate. That's the ultimate roast, though. That's the, that's the, that's the ultimate roast. The ultimate and I can, res- I can respect his evil business move. But mm-hmm. oh, my God, dude. I didn't expect it. He was like, yo, guys, if you subscribe to twitch.tv slash dot, 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 you can get these cool <laughs> emotes. And then he posted his emotes in chat. I'm like, okay, buddy, you're bad. <laughs> but that's 6,000. I assume he didn't even sub. So he had to get those naturally. Yeah, so... That's tough. That takes a lot of time to like uh, bring in 6,000 channel points and then be like, all right, this is the day I'm going to fuck them. This is the day I'm going to tell them and self-promo my channel and put the emotes, which is awesome idea. Like, I, I, I love that. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah, I respect it. I didn't it's expect it at all. But, no. but at the same time, you know, fuck you. Oh, 100%. 100%. I had to ban them. I had to ban them. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. You know, it was a 24 hour. It was a 24 hour. Yeah, you a little, you got a little doozy. You got a little tired. Uh, I got one more here, and this one actually says it's out of stock. Um, but for ten thousand, the highest redemption for ten thousand points, it says decide my new uh desktop, and it says we'll <laughs> use your chosen pictures as my background for a minimum of seven days until someone else redeems this. Why is it yep. out of stock? And what was the most brutal one you've had to use? Well, it's a good thing you told me because I didn't know it was out of stock. So I, I'm changing it as we speak. You are I probably me. fucked something up. <laughs> but um, the most brutal one was, oh, pff, I don't know if I should say it. Um, you know Yummy you know yummy Crayons, right? I'm, I'm familiar with him, yes. No. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Actually, I remember I have, I have a bunch of other uh, channel points that I disabled. So thank you for reminding me. <laughs> um Parker 2.0, gotcha. All right. Yeah, yeah, um, Yummy Crayons once sent me a picture of uh, Zoe underscore B44. Okay. Just a <laughs> right. And he was like, friends. yo, put this at your de- desktop. And um, the, day, the day after, um, she came into my chat and she was not happy. And How did she know it was, was like, your background? I don't know. Maybe uh, someone told her. I don't know. Yeah, but... but I kind of agreed with her. That's kind of too far, but you know me, you know, in, in the moment, I don't You're really just, give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Your whole crew in the moment, I don't give a fuck. That's what I realized. Nah, I don't that. give a fuck. Jeez Louise, guys. Jesus Louise, guys. Fair play. Here's the thing, Develi, all right? I'm not letting you off the hook just yet. I would be doing a disservice to say that I don't have three clips uh, of your stream pulled up. And I would love for you to just... 
I just want you to explain to me what's going on, Develli. Some of these clips, I, 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 I don't know. I just purely, I don't know. I, I'm not very sure. Don't. Why you gotta squirm? Don't squirm. No, I, I hope you didn't. Please tell me you didn't pick any of the Fortnite clips. It was so. I long wanted long. to. I wanted to. I didn't. I didn't. I can promise you that. I didn't. I didn't. Good. Some of them were also in another language, so I could not. I could. Yeah, not. exactly. Exa yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, Develi, I even told guys watching this. I told Develi because he's like, I can't wait to be roasted for being horny for three hours. And I said, I'm a professional. All right. I got you. I'll take care of you. It's fine. But here's this first clip, Develi, uh, that I, you know, we're going to watch this together. And okay. it is of one of your co-hosts. All right. Uh, Mr. Cursor. And, and you're in the middle here, which I just loved how just fucking... <laughs> just oh. wild this shit is i'm gonna ha i'm gonna we're gonna listen to this clip all right you can listen on if you want to um but we're gonna listen to the clip and i'm gonna have you explain the context of what's going on here all right so one moment let's take a listen everyone together here i got you you, know, you want a forehead cam wait give us a kiss on the forehead Ooh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right. I love that clip. And everyone, I'm gonna need you to run anti-Norton virus or your computer for that one right there. <laughs> uh, so explain. get the vaccine quick. <laughs> I think I got uh, I got crabs on my computer. It's great. No, I'm just. So t tell me, explain to me what's going on here. There's a lot. You got fucking copyright-free Beethoven, I believe. You got cursor. Yeah. You put your fucking screen in the middle. What, this is madness in one scene. What is going on in this clip? Um, that was near the end of my 24-hour stream, actually. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk came out. I was like, you know, fuck it. We'll do a 24-hour. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you play a game, for, if you play one game for like 16 hours, you're going to grow sick of it, you know? Sure. So, um, I don't know exactly how it happened, but the boys came in VC and I think we, we ended up like talking in VC for like five to six hours. It was very long. Mm -hmm. And, uh, cursor was about, I think when he joined VC, it was like around his bedtime, but he just stayed in VC. So at this point in the clip, he's also been up for 24 hours. Yeah. You could see um, the, the light in the background right here. You could see the light yeah. behind his blinds. Yeah, and you and his wonky eyes. You can see his yeah, wonky oh, eyes. Oh yeah, tired. He's always wonky, but when he's when he's been awake for twenty four hours, it's a bit more wonky. <laughs> That's what he was searching, uh, researching on his Yoshi coins. Why? Why the kiss? Why did he have to kiss the cam? I I don't understand uh, that bit. I can't remember. No, he was just he was just fucking around with his camera, and then uh, mm -hmm. Gray Fox said, "Yo, give us a little kiss," and then just <laughs> fucking smirk on his face. <laughs> I you, love this clip. I oh, love it. It's a classic. It made me laugh. I like it. I like it. So, you know, I, I try my best to go in order of, you know, least embarrassing to most. So this okay, next definitely. one here is one that's been infamous. All right. It's one that you guys have been showing around town and I love it. I love it. But I'm going to have you explain to me what the hell is going on in this clip. Let's give it a listen, guys. They're playing Valorant. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> I can't deal with this game and how people play on it, man. I'm done. Well, I'm not playing. I fucking love it. What is going on? First of all, who are you playing with? Let's 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 set the scene for everyone. Who are you playing with? And why is I'm he raging? 
Dude, I'm playing with the content powerhouse Mubsy. Mubsy, uh, I'm going to give him half of my revenue every time I get paid by Twitch. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. Because my streams, lately I've been streaming Valorant on stream and I thought it was going to kill my fucking channel. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's been like the, ex- the exact opposite. Also because I have new, uh, you couldn't see that before, but I have, I have new channel point rewards and I just uh-huh. put a bunch of meme videos and shit in the channel point rewards. I did notice that. And yeah, I, I turned them off for the podcast yesterday. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just been playing Valorant with people pissing me off by playing loud sounds and stuff. Yeah. And I've been playing with Mubsy a lot. And uh-huh. there was this, um, we were playing this map and he kept peeking the same corner. Um, and every time he peeked that corner, their whole fucking team was there. Mm-hmm. But instead of him thinking, hmm, maybe I should go another route. Yeah. He just kept going the same fucking route. <laughs> and they were, they were using like, uh, like these, it's like a, tr- it's not really a troll weapon because it's effective, but mm-hmm. there's like these LMGs and all you do is just hold mm-hmm. a corner and just hold your left mouse click. And he mm-hmm. kept getting killed by him and he was so fucking pissed. <laughs> It's hilarious. I, I like. I love that shit. It, it, you could hear the rage in his voice. He's. I can't get how they play this game. Like, I haven't heard that kind of pure anger in a while in in this shit. So that it, that's it's, Valorant. It's val. And, and you know, uh, the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over and expecting exactly. a different result. And Mubsy, you got to adapt. Even I, I play Valorant. I'm not good at it anymore. I was great at it. All right, guys, fuck off. But I was. It, it, it's it's <laughs> one more time, guys. One more time. I'm hearing. I'm hearing one more time. They want to hear it one more time. They just want to hear the dankness. Mic check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is so fucking dank. <laughs> uh, let me hear this. I can't deal with this game. And how people play on it, man. I'm done. Well, I'm not playing. Dude, Mubsy, I fucking love that so much. I can't deal with this anymore. That nah, is... Mubsy's the goat. Mubsy's the goat. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I, I got one. Love that guy. <laughs> I got one more clip, Dave, and um, oh god, because of it, I had to go way back. I had to go so deep, so deep, put that ass to sleep in your clips to find this one. And uh, it's no. an oldie, but it's a goodie. I don't know. Actually, it might have a lot of views. It got sixty-nine views. Nice. Um, oh shit! But it says, "Oh yeah." The Valley discovers game-breaking ginseng bug, guys. I didn't know there was a bug for this game, so we're gonna find out what this bug is together, guys. This is game-breaking stuff. We're gonna probably have to at them at the game developers um, for this one. No, don't at them. Keep it in the game, please. <laughs> Keep it in the game. For those please. of, I'm gonna warn you all. For those of you that are at work or playing this on a louder speaker at this moment. You're going to want to shut this shit off, all right? I'm willing, or at least lower it down. I'll give you five, four, three, two, one. Let's play the clip. Oh my god, what is this? <laughs> so explain uh, to me the, the game-breaking clip here. Uh, Dave, I'm, I'm confused. Why is it... Uh, I, okay. I, I, I'm not familiar with that sound. I, I don't think I've ever... I, I don't think I'm familiar with that game, uh, that, that hack, but what happened? 
Uh, well, I gotta be honest, it wasn't a bug. Um, if I can recall correctly, there's this character in this game. Like Genshin Impact is like the perfect game for horny weebs, and um, which I, I am one of them. So okay. you know, I had to play it. And there's this one character in the game. I think she's called Lisa, and there's this climbing mechanic in the game. And every time you climb, she just starts moaning. I don't know why. Like, why would you moan when you're climbing? Uh, like, I'd be out of it's breath. It's like grunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you know, my stupid ass brain thought, hmm, let's find some other, uh, let's find some other audio clips of moaning anime girls and just put them on together. Maybe it's funny, you know. The the weird and it was part, funny. The weird part is, is like you're like, let's look for some clips as if you didn't have them already pre-tabbed, as if you didn't mm. have your go-to's. All right. Okay, bro. Okay. I mean, okay. All right, all right, brother. All right. I, might, I might have some bookmarks, but, you know, you didn't have to call me out like that, bro. Come on. <laughs> hey, the clear. <laughs> There's a new segment on the show called Show Your Internet History. Uh, we'll bring – show your bookmarks. It's fine. No, 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 no. Um, okay, but, good. My internet history is clear. You'll never find anything. I, who, oh, well, you don't – no one ever should be looking for things on internet history. Everyone in their mind is clearing that shit up, all right? You got to look True. for the folders that say homework, all right? No one at our agents have homework still to this day. But we're, we're, we're pushing to that to the side, all right, Mr. Valley. I use those segments to humanize the guests a little bit, all right? Break the ice, break the sexual tension that's clearly here on stream. And I'm going to ask you some, some introspective questions about your time on Twitch, all right? Yep. So that first question being, Develli, uh, what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Um, that's a good one. I think um, a very important lesson I've learned from streaming is, um, for example, when I had a bad stream, there wasn't really a lot of turnout. Uh, yeah. Chat was kind of dead. Um, I usually was like, oh, should I keep streaming? Am I entertaining enough? Um, and then the next day or the next uh, day after, I'd stream again and... Um, it would be fun again. There would be people with chat. We've been having fun. I think the most important lesson I've learned from that is um, even if you have a bad day, it doesn't mean that you're doing bad per se. Mm. It just means you're having a bad day. And it means you one bad day shouldn't keep you from pushing forward, I guess, in real life and on Twitch. Um, it's kind of it's one of those things like, um, you know... Um, there's light at the end of the tunnel, kind of. Mm. As long as you, uh, you know, keep going forward, uh, keep a good mindset, it'll go up again eventually in real life and on stream. I'm going to challenge you a little bit with that mentality because I agree with you. I agree with you on, on that completely, especially for the long term of, of streaming mm -hmm. and, and being consistent. I think consistency makes up for a lot of, uh, for people who, who say like, oh, this person's a talent. Uh, it makes up for talent, I guess, is the shorter form of that saying. But let me ask you this here, okay? Um, how can you differentiate between you're not doing something correctly while streaming versus you having a bad day? Um, well, it's very easy to correlate the two um, because when your numbers are down and chat's not active, yeah, you instantly think, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I must be doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. um, it's very, very hard to differentiate the two. Um, 
I think uh, for me, when I usually have a bad stream, it's usually because I don't really have anything to do on stream or I'm doing something I'm not really feeling. Mm. So for example, the, the most, most of the times when I have bad streams, um, I really don't know what to do. I'll stall for an hour, watch some videos. Um, I'll uh, play a game that I'm not really feeling. I'm trying out a game. I'm not really feeling it. Usually, if you're not enjoying yourself, um, the viewers pick up on that and they won't enjoy themselves. So, um, like when I'm having a bad day, uh, when I know I'm having fun, um, and I know I'm just uh, being myself, I don't feel pressured to be funny or whatever, because that's kind of a pressure most streamers have to they yeah. kind of have a, have a pressure of performance, you know, like I gotta be this way on stream. Um, when I know I'm like my best self at that moment, um, and the numbers are down or nobody's in chat, I just know like, okay, you know, we'll try again tomorrow. Um, as long as I had fun, uh, it doesn't really matter that much. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my philosophy. I like that. Again, the, with the mentality of longevity, you know, you don't want to, yeah. you don't, uh, with, I think what shows with a lot of streamers is whether they love this or not, you know, what their prerogative is uh, when it comes to streaming. And at the end of the day, you got to love what you do. Because if you don't, yeah. if that's not there, then everything else is going to falter very quickly. Um, yeah. And people are going to pick up on it. True. That's true. That's true. It's very easy to pick up on. Develi, how would you describe your streaming style? Kind of freeform. Um, I don't really have a plan or anything. Mm -hmm. um, I just, right now it's Valorant. It's a lot of Valorant. Um, I've been addicted. So that's kind of my plan. My plan is just mm -hmm. go live, talk to people for like half an hour, and then go into Valorant and make them uh, annoy the shit out of me with channel point rewards yeah. that's kind of what my stream is right now and mm. i love it it's funny it's it's mm. hilarious um but it's, it's not good for my rank rating but you know <laughs> it is what it is what do you rank that um i got my rank a few days ago it was silver one and i'm at i need to win one more game and i'm at silver three so i'm almost at gold Okay. And I made a promise if I don't get gold by next Wednesday, I have to give five subs to my channel. So. Oh, I like that. Not enough people put stakes. It doesn't even have to just be monetary, but to have stakes uh, for so people are watching, they're like, ooh, I have a little bit of skin in the game. I have a little bit of investment to, to see whether they, they fail or succeed. I like that a lot. That's something. That's I love that shit. I think that's a big part of like, you know, what streamers are missing in, in terms of you know, taking a game, maybe it's a game that they played a ton, but adding some risk to it, adding some mm -hmm. sort of value behind it. That's what I mean by by creativity outside of just, you know, following trendy games, following games that, oh, Rust is the biggest thing. So and I got to play Rust now in order to, to, to ride the wave. Um, yeah. So I like that think different kind of deal. Uh, it takes time yeah. to develop that kind Definitely. of mindset. but Definitely. Dave, if I were to ask your community who you were, and I knew had no idea of who you were, what do you think they would say to me? Horny, Goomer. Um, I think pretty cheerful. I like joking around. I don't know how they perceive me. That's kind of it's, it's a good question. It's a very good question. To ask. Well, I'm asking. I don't what know do how you think. What do you assume? Well, definitely horny. That's hundred yeah. percent. 
Yeah, that's, um, I could have seen that. And they're Twitter. right. They're hundred percent right. Yeah, I'm horny on main twenty four seven. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, if it's like one word, then yeah, horny. But I think it's, um, I think it's like Coomer, um, pretty cheerful guy, weeb. I'm definitely a weeb. Mm. Um, and they know it. Um, I think they do know me as kind of a music, uh, music enthusiast because of the yeah. DJ streams and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how I would categorize it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe they think of me otherwise, some other stuff, but that's how I would think. <laughs> I like how how many times you had to say horny. Horny, uh, horny, horny music. You went horny, from like horny DJ, horny, uh, cheerful. Um, <laughs> uh, horny, horny, and then uh, coomer and lonely. Okay, when, that's it. <laughs> when I first followed you on Twitter, I did not know what I was getting myself into. And then I was like, I'm here for it. I'm here for this energy. This is hilarious. Uh, it was it was absolutely unabashed. It was who gives a shit. See what I'm saying. It is what it yep. is. I respect it. I respect it. Let's flip the question though, Devali. Let's flip the question on them. All right. How would you describe your community to me if I had popped in and I was like, "Yo, what's up? Like, tell me about what's going on here. Tell me about the people that are watching. What would you say of them?" Um, I think they're good people in general. Um, definitely very degenerate, like beamy. Um, but they're also very wholesome sometimes. So it's kind of it's it's to me right now, because a while back, um, my chat was kind of negative sometimes. But I think I turned that around by just laying down the hammer on people that are negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, it's like uh, my community is pretty wholesome. Um. But they also kind of have that dark side, you know? Yeah, a little edge. Kind of in the middle. Yeah. They keep you on your feet. I like Yeah, that. exactly. Just like the way it. I like it. You like your chat, like you like your ladies. I, I, I could respect it. I could respect Exa- it. Actually, now that you say that, yes. Perfect. I like nice. them to kind of slap me on the wrist sometimes, but I also like them to be wholesome and kind, you know? Perfect. Perfect analogy. Dave, we, 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 <laughs> we've... <laughs> We've completed the first section, man. All right. And we're we're rolling into the to the meat and potatoes to the heart of this show, which is the life story. Now, before we get started there, I have been chugging coffee and water, so I will excuse myself very quickly. But do you have the stream up right now? I do. I have my chatterino over the chat on the left, so Good I don't idea. read it. Good idea. For this segment here, while I'm away for about a minute, I just gotta take a piss. Uh the floor is yours. Talk to them all you want. I'll be right back. All right, my man? Yeah. All right. I know the drill. Don't worry. <laughs> yo, Dino. Yo. Haven't seen you in a while. Yo. I'm all for the slapping. <laughs> yo. Twerk? Nah, I can't do that, bro. I can't do that. I can't do that. Yo, yo, yo. Hi, Cass. Hi, Frazier, Nico. Big Man Test. Yo. Stinky Dave. Fuck you. Yo, Cursor, when did you wake up, huh? Texan? Texan, I love you too. You're always nice to talk to. No, Cass. Uh, Cass, What do you mean it's your cue to leave? Stay here. Nomad, Nico. Nico the goat. Peyton. Peyton's the most most handsome lumberjack I've ever seen in my life. No cap. Bazinga, that's my IRL friend. One of my favorite IRL friends. You know what I mean? 
It's Isaiah on an alt. Okay. I've been awake, dickhead. Shut your bitch ass up, bro. Shut your bitch ass up. Don't talk to me like that, bro. Yeah, you better stay, Cass. You know what I mean? Guys, you want to know something funny? I actually have to go to the bathroom too, but I wanted to talk to you guys because I know I know how Moms does his shit. So when he comes back, when he comes back, I'm going to go to the bathroom. That's a five hat, bro. That's a five hat. Cass, I love you. Cass, you're actually one of my favorite people. You're always wholesome. You're always greeting everyone. You know what I mean? Fish are looking clean. Peyton, how is your beard doing, huh? This motherfucker sh uh, shaved his beard. And what a what a degenerate, bro. I haven't shaved my beard in like three years. So I'm kind of scared. I kind of want to shave it sometimes, just leave the mustache. But Dave, you're cringe. Wolfgard, you're always negative in everybody's chat. I don't give a fuck what you say. Fuck you. You know what I mean? What else? I think I'm uh, I'm a little bit delayed. I'm a little bit delayed. Shout out Kenneth. Damn right, yo. Yo, hey, Kenneth. Kenneth the homie. Dave, are you Belgian? No, I'm Dutch. I'm Dutch. Best audio engineer in New York City. Fraser, I love Fraser. Dude, when Corona's over, you already know I'm giving you back shots. You already know, bro. <laughs> okay. Okay. What no have mind. I walked in on? What have I walked in no on? Mind. All right. When I have you want to hear something funny? Uh, yeah. You want to hear something funny? Moms? Yeah, yeah sure. I don't know sure, your real sure, name. Sure. I actually had to go to the toilet too, but oh, I know right. the second one was going to come up and I wanted to talk to people. So I'm going to go to the toilet now, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing, dude. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> go take your... Okay, what the fuck? Got him. <laughs> That's the dirtiest laugh in the game, dude. That's the dirtiest <laughs> laugh. Yo, and then we have Develi over here with a resub for four months. All right, shout out. I'm right. Okay, beer back. I got to go. Yo guys, how you guys doing? All right. We're staying up. We're staying awake. All right. I'm still good. I'm still fresh. I can't. I ain't gonna, not gonna lie. I'm fucking hungry. I'm starving. Uh, I'm about to eat some bullshit. Bit. Um, shout out Ken. Yo, shout out Ken. Uh, let me check on what I, audio engineer, not, no shot. Back shots. Is it Frazier's getting back shots, correct? Um, moms, I have class in a bit, but I'm going, am I going to class? No. Whoa. We got a, whoa, we got a badass here in the chat. That's an old school meme for you all. Uh, Cass, it's exciting. What, what class you skipping, Cass? Yo, what up? What up? Uh, Nomad. How you doing? That voice though. Hey, hey, I have a little, th I have a gift for you all. Um, especially for those of you that are like graduating, I'm going to read you all. Uh, oh, the places you'll go in full. All right. And I'll send that to you all guys for free. That's on the house. I'm trying to do some. Uh, <clears throat> I had one of my homies ask. He's like, "Moms, you should you should get a portfolio and uh, do some voice work because they they're like, again too many jokes about someone's face, but they're like because we you got a really unique voice. Something that you guys didn't get to see because I woke up a little extra earlier. But every time I uh, I wake up, my voice is a little extra raspy. Uh, sounds like I smoked the back a little bit, which is exactly what I want. All right, I want that jazz voice. Skip them all." Skip them all. Let me actually, I'm sorry. You guys keep moving too fast. Uh, eat? I know. I'm, I'm 100% going to eat. Like, I'm going to order Uber Eats, like, once this interview. But I'm enjoying it. I, 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 Dave's fascinating, man. I think we're going to see range in who he is as a person. Uh, mom's 
got taste for real. Hey, I appreciate that. Moms, I love you. De- the room decor, <laughs> the lack thereof. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, dude. We have a shelf here too. You guys don't get to see the shelf, but like I got a s- autographed Manny Pacquiao plaque. I got a, I, I have a Patrice O'Neal thing. I have a coach plaque that I received my freshman year in college. I have a mini children's keyboard that I play beats whenever I'm a little wavy. Uh, Bible. <laughs> I have a cigar box and I have a crown. It's a lot of, it's a complex system there of nonsense. Okay. Old and short. What do you mean, Walt Disney? No one understands that. No one understands that joke. Mazinga, yo. Hey, I appreciate that. I was, I, I used to have a radio station um, back in college. I'd be live for one hour every Sunday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yours truly, Mom's Online. <laughs> Disney Channel. <laughs> Disney Channel Radio. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, deep voices make me feel good. Hey, Frazier. Nice. Well, you could find them all on Spotify. I have a bunch of old episodes of Inside the Streamer Studio on Spotify as well as on YouTube. So if you ever want something to sleep to slash fuck with, you know where to go. Uh, painting my English teacher wanted us to turn on her cans. Okay, relax. Moms, are you wearing pants? No, I'm wearing basketball shorts. I'm wearing, uh, uh, I'll cross you up, dude. Nah, uh, yeah. Usually I wear like comfy pants, uh, PJs, sweats, whatever, when I'm doing this shit because it's like, it's long term. Yo, Sinbad, what up? How you doing? Malik. Malik. Yeah, you got to be comfy when you stream, dude. If you're not comfy, if you're, if you're like, I don't get how people dr- like wear jeans. I think that's insane. I'm, I'm not I barely like it it definitely makes the transition back into the outside world very tough because it's like I haven't worn jeans in a while like intentionally wore jeans in a while man and I just can't see myself like I couldn't be bothered even to the store like I'm wearing like in track pants the only time I'm wearing fucking track pants you know um you wear jeans at home, you need to stop. Yeah, tell that to Peyton, dude. Peyton loves wearing his jeans. At home. Peyton and Parker love wearing their fucking skinny jeans at home. All right? Relax. We get it. You could show off a leg. I know it was my cornbread. It was Marie, Marie Calendars. I never did. I, <laughs> never did I think I'd see the term Marie Calendars in a fucking Twitch chat, but here we are. It's 2021, baby. <laughs> Fuck up where it right now. Yeah, these freaks. Hi. Time. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> what the Hi. hell? Did Can you I get... close my room? Let me close my window real quick. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting until you take a seat. I'm wearing some right now. Brit Balls is back. Oh, well, uh, well, you have a feature in doing this time full time, which means no pants. Figgy, I hope. I hope. I'm praying. I'm praying. Okay, but it I'm takes back. you guys coming back. Hey, there we are. All right, Mr. DeValley. Let's settle in. Let's settle in. All right. Uh, in Dripping. this next. Hey, man. Did you get another drink? Yes, sir. Another beer, same beer, right? Yes, sir. Hey, we're getting. Hey, two. Nomad, Nomad might know this one. He's Belgian. Let's shoot. Mm-hmm. It's got a little gnome on it. Shoof. Okay, <laughs> all right. It looks good. <laughs> I didn't even say anything, dude. Don't fucking spit up. You just started following me. What is this shit? What is this shit? Who? Devel- are you? What is this? This I feel betrayed. This man unfollowed me and then refollowed me. Or un- you are. Ne- I can't believe I'm interviewing someone who doesn't even follow. This is disgusting. This is absolutely. Well, I didn't I, unfollow you. It just Wait. said you. You followed you pervert. All right. No, that's Wolf God. Can you ban that one? Oh, that's really Inst- funny. Instead of eyes, he has L's. 
or instead of L's, he has eyes. Can you ban him? I'm actually reporting that account. I That's swear to God. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I fell for it, dude. That's good shit. Holy shit. I did nah, I'm reporting the account. Report it. Report it, my man. All right. Mr. Develli. All right. Mr. Develli. We're getting into the heart of, of the show. All right. This is, we're getting into who you are outside of Twitch, outside of streaming, outside of the internet. So uh -oh. let's start us off. Again, I'm going to give you one more out, and I, I want to say this to everyone that's, uh, that's watching this, all right? Develi, if there's any topic that you don't want to talk about, if there's any question that goes too far, just stop me or move on or whatever we can go through. I'm not here to press up. I'm, I'm only here to take in what you're willing to share uh, with myself and, and to those that are watching and possibly listening to in the future, all right? Moms, you know I'm on open book, right? That is, here we are. He said the word, guys. He said the word. We've got him. <laughs> We've got him. And this is it. All right, Develi, you got it. You gave me the open book pass. This is like that yeah. hall, a free, what is it called? Like, is it not hallway pass. When you can like, you know how uh, some couples have like that one celebrity crush to allow the other person oh, to sleep um, with? I know what you call that. What was it called? Not bus pass. Hall pass. Hall pass, right? I don't know. Uh, I called it a different name, but I can't remember. My brain's a bit scattered right now. Pokemon? But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So same Like a wild card. Yeah. Same difference. Let's start yeah. from the very top here, all right? Without doxing yourself, um, where were you born and raised? Um, I was born at home. Actually, I think it was in a bathtub, but I can't... Uh... I don't know. I was either born at home in a bathtub or in in just in the bed mm -hmm. um, in the Netherlands, um, around the area of the ha the Hague. Mm -hmm. It's like our our main city. That's where our parliament is. Um, yeah, that's where I was born. If I may ask, how old are you? Twenty four. Twenty four. Nice. Any any siblings? Uh, I have two siblings, two sisters, older sisters. So you're the youngest. Yeah. How was it kind of being raised with, with, with uh, two older sisters in the household? What was the dynamic like? Um, let's see if I can remember, actually. Um, all I can remember is I was always fighting with my older, oldest sister mm. because I was always hogging the computer and she wanted to use the computer, but I was like, nah, bitch, I'm playing, I'm playing whatever game was out at that moment. Town, so yeah. I was, I always have, I was always fighting my older sister, um, mm. and my young, well, she's not my younger sister, but the youngest sister, I was, I always got on pretty, pretty well. We got along pretty well. Why is that? But, um, I don't know. We were just not in in each other's way, I guess. Mm. <laughs> uh, me and my older sister were, we're not, we were not always fighting, but about like things like the computer and stuff we were just fighting a little bit but in general it was a pretty it's a pretty decent relationship it was neutral i guess and how much older were your two sisters compared to to you um my oldest sister is around 20 is she 29 or 30 right now i'm very bad at keeping track of people's ages and birthdays mm -hmm. i think she's around 30 and my okay. um so the younger sister is around 28, 29 also. Mm -hmm. So it's not that much difference. Mm -hmm. Okay. And of course, I've got to ask, you know, I think statistically right now, majority of the people I've interviewed 
we're all the youngest, all right? Do you still have those young sibling vibes in, in terms of like, we know we're the favorite, we got the most energy, we got the, uh, you know, we kind of got away with a lot more shit than the uh, other siblings? Um, uh, I don't know, actually. I feel, I feel like it's pretty equal across mm-hmm. the board. Um, I think I, in some ways, I think I, I got a little more, um, I got to pass a little bit more, like, mm-hmm. how do you say it? Man, it's hard if English isn't your native language, huh? Um, they were kind of easy on me sometimes, but mm. I think overall it was pretty equal, actually. Okay, okay. Tell me about your parents, Dave. Tell me about your parents. Uh, what was your relationship like with your mom? Um, I'm definitely a mama's boy, mm. 100%. Um, my relationship with my mom is pretty good, I'd say. I'd say my relationship with both parents is pretty good. Um, but, um, hmm. I, yeah, my mom always t- took care of me. My dad was always the hardworking, uh, man in the family and my mom took care of me pretty much. Tell me, explain to me this. So why, why, why would you classify yourself as a mama's boy? Um, I think I just connected with her more because she was home more. And my dad was always the one working full time. Like my my mom used to work part time, but every time I had something at school or I had to go to the hospital for checkups or whatever or whatever was going on, my mom would take me because she was the one working part time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think personality wise, my mom and I um, kind of um, were kind of the same more. Um, I'm. I'm definitely not like my dad in some ways. In some ways I am, but in some ways I'm not. Mm. But I'm more like my mom personality-wise. So yeah. I think we just connect more on the base of that. Let's move on to your dad then. All right. You said he's the one that's always out and about. He's always working, you know, supplying for the family there. Uh, mm-hmm. With the lack of time that you've had with your dad early on, uh, what, is, what was your relationship like? I know he still cared for you and loved you. Loved you and yeah. all that jazz. You mentioned that, but having to kind of you know share, spend most of your time with your ma. Uh, tell me about your relationship with your dad. Um, my dad, my relationship with my dad is pretty bare bones. We don't talk about a lot of stuff, but there's this like it's very hard to explain. But there's there's this like underlying um, this underlying sense of respect for each other. Where we're like, um, we're close with each other, but not, we don't, um, how do you say it? We're close with each other, but we don't really express it, I guess. Mm. So it's my father, like an, mm-hmm. sorry? So it's not like an outward, like affection. It's just this internal. Yeah. Okay. It's just, we, we recognize each other and then we respect each other and we love each other, but we don't really express it because my father is really bad at expressing as expressing his emotions mm-hmm. um so i kind of just vibe with him on the same level because i usually try to um i usually try to match people's vibes right yeah yeah and i do the same with my parents pretty much I like that was it a strict household uh not really actually um when i told them i smoked weed well they found out they found out they were pretty pretty respective uh, about it. 
wait, 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 Dave. You know I'm going to ask you how they found out. How they find out? Okay, uh, they first first they found out I smoked cigarettes. Okay. Um, is <laughs> every I I think about it very often, and I'm like, yeah. damn, I was really stupid at that age. <laughs> um, the way they found out, so you can buy packs of cigarettes, of course, mm-hmm. but my mom, my mom smoked too, and she had um, this like she had this sort of machine, and you could buy the filters or like the cigarettes itself and the tobacco, and you could make them yourself, right? And this mm-hmm. one day I didn't have any cigarettes and I used that thing like her tobacco and stuff to make a cigarette or to make like a couple of cigarettes. Yeah. And I just, I put the machine away and the, the, the filters and the tobacco, but I didn't clean the table I made them on. So there was like, like a shit ton of tobacco just yeah. spread over the table. And I was like, oh, it's all right. Fuck it. You know, I'm hanging out with the boys. I got to go outside quick. Because my parents weren't home, <laughs> and yeah. then they came home, and they were like, um, "So, uh, Dave, um, do you smoke by any chance?" Uh, I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. She's like, "Oh, there's a lot of tobacco on the table, and the table was clean before we left, and there was you were the only one home." <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I smoke." So I told them. And and so what was the reaction? They were just like cool or or were they mad or uh, they, they, were they weren't cool but they weren't mad either they were kind of like um you know we really don't want you to smoke anymore mm-hmm. um but they also kind of knew that because i was like 16 17 year old years old which is mm-hmm. pretty young to start mm-hmm. smoking i think they they knew that being very strict um wasn't really gonna work yeah you kind of have to find out your yourself so they were um they were they didn't accept it but they weren't strict either which i think for me the person i am is the best way to go because every time somebody tries to kind of um kind of contain me and be strict Mm. i do the exact opposite i can't handle that kind of stuff so uh, i think it was the right option uh, for me at the time to just be like you know what we kind of condemn it but we're not going to be super strict let's parlay that into the weed story then how they find out you you smoking weed Mm. this is actually fucked up this is like this is the type of shit you see in the movies right yeah so i had my weed in um I, i had a table in my room i was in a in an attic i had an attic room so it was pretty big I'd like a table and my TV was on it and stuff. And there were drawers in that table. And I just put my bag of weed there. I went outside for like um, two or three hours to hang out with the homies. I just left the weed at home um, because we were planning to hang out at my place, like in my room later with like three dudes or something. And I came home and <laughs> oh my God. This is, this is actually some movie shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came home. We were about to hang out, right? So all the boys were like inside in the hallway, taking off their shoes, and I came in. And mm. on the on the diner table, my bag of weed was laying there. They just put oh, it there, you know, like shoot. let's see if he's gonna say something about yeah. it. I mean, and I was just like, "Hi, mom. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> hang out Hello, mother. in my room. Uh, we're gonna go upstairs. Gonna watch a movie, like." And because the thing is. My fucking dad, dude, like, uh, my dad was like, hmm, I'm going to clean my son's room. 
why? 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 But usually, like usually, you're clean. You clean when you clean a room. When you clean someone else's room, you're not gonna clean their fucking drawers, right? This fucking man, my my dad is like when he cleans, there's not there's not an inch that isn't clean. So he cleaned my entire room and then he <laughs> cleaned the drawers too. Like when I went upstairs, yeah. when I walked past the weed like this, <laughs> I went upstairs, I opened my fucking table drawer and like even the pens were like fucking uh it was like an OCD person's dream. But my fucking weed was there, so they just put it on the table and they're like, hmm, let's see how long it takes, you know? And you know it's funny, I actually dodged that shit for two days. My weed was laying there for two days. <laughs> And then my parents were like, so, uh, Dave, is this your weed? And I just said, yeah. <laughs> so you smoke weed? Yep. Oh, and, okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. How, does this, <laughs> how did this discussion go? Um, pretty well, actually. They just asked me, uh, you know, do you smoke weed? Uh, who do you smoke weed with? And I said, yo, my childhood friends, which are my roommates right now. And I was like, you know, yeah, I smoke weed. They're like, okay, uh, do you do anything else? I'm like, nope, because I was like 17 back then. I didn't do anything else. I just smoked weed. I didn't drink that much alcohol either, which mm-hmm. in my, I lived in a small town and drinking alcohol there was like very accepted, very normal, but I didn't do that as often. So I was like, yeah, I just smoke weed sometimes. They were like, they're like, you know, if you do it on the weekends or whatever, um, just be careful and we don't really mind. So they were quite accepting, actually. But I didn't just do it on a weekend. I did it fucking every day. <laughs> I told them I did it every weekend, but... This man also narked his friends, right? Are your friends aware that you've name-dropped them all by... No, 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 no. I didn't name-drop them. I didn't name-drop them. Okay, so you just said childhood friends. No, no, no. I mean, I, I always did it with my childhood friends. Yeah. I don't oh, know why I mentioned okay. it, but I didn't mention anything to my parents. Oh, I see, I see. That's wild. It sounds like they had a stronger reaction to you smoking cigarettes than they did with weed. They did, yeah. Definitely. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why that would be the case. Maybe it was because of the, like, it was your first, like, you know, substance to get into. Uh, probably that. And probably also because um, I think they were pretty, pretty knowledgeable on weed in Uh-oh. general. So they weren't like, oh my god, you're gonna, what's next, heroin? You know, they weren't like that at all. They were like, oh, okay, you know, um, it is what it is. They were pretty. I think because I was like their youngest child, they they knew that uh, this is just uh, this could just happen. Like weed is there, people smoke weed, people drink alcohol. It is what it is. You know, I think my my parents were very aware of the fact that if you're extremely strict and you get mad mm. at someone that's like going through puberty mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it can have the like exact opposite reaction mm-hmm. were you uh speaking of your your you know teenage years were you would you classify yourself as a troublemaker what were you because i know that those are those years are always termulous those you know you're trying to figure your identity yeah. out you're trying things differently you're trying a lot of new stuff tell me about your teenage years growing up um, I wasn't really a rebel, aside from the fact that I skipped school a lot because I just simply didn't fucking like school. Um, well, it was more because I didn't like the people at school, but it's kind of a combination of both. Mm-hmm. But um, that caused a lot of trouble. Um, 
I skipped school a lot, like without them knowing. So, for example, I I tell my mom, "Yo, I'm sick. I can't go to school," and she'd call me off because the parents have to call off. And then um, the next day, I had to go back to school, and I acted like I was going to school, but I was just gonna take a bike ride for four hours, <laughs> and then come back home. You know, that's kind of what I did in high school a lot. I really fucking hated school, mm-hmm. and but other than that, I wasn't really a rebel. You know, I came home late. You know, past the time my parents gave me, and they'd get mad. But I think that's what every person in puberty does. Mm. They just kind of, they just kind of see what lines they can cross. You know, mm-hmm. like how far can you go? That's kind of what I did. One more question about that, and then we'll move on to your high school year education. But what was that line? What was the farthest line you crossed that you got away with, and what was the line that was too far? Hmm, I can't really think of one. Probably, I think it's probably going out for a party and my parents saying, yo, you got to be home at 2 a.m. I was like 17 years old, 16 maybe. And me just not coming home. (laughs) We're just coming home the next day, just sleeping at a friend. I think that was the line I crossed because my parents were just simply worried because I didn't really tell them where I was. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like the only thing they always stressed about is like, they wanted to know where I am and if I wanted to, if I was safe. That's all they wanted to know, pretty much. Um, That's fair, yeah. though, you know? Yeah, Especially, it's fair, definitely. Yeah. But you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to stay. Like, I'm just too wasted or whatever. I just want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, I think my phone was out of battery and I was like, you know, fuck it, you know? Let's see. I'm having too much fun right now. I'll just sleep over here. Yeah. You got an earful? When you came home? Oh, definitely. Yep. Definitely. But you got it, man. You can't just... Uh, you got to be understand... I think as a parent, you got to be under- understandable that, like, they're going through puberty. But you also have to... You have to draw a line somewhere mm-hmm. before they go fucking ballistic, you know? You got to think- know if your kids are safe. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I think it's so easy for... That, that, that's the thing, like... Right before puberty, parents have their full control. You know, the kid mm-hmm. literally relies on the parent. And so the second that the kid becomes independent, becomes more experimental with their identity or trying to figure out who they are in general, then the parents are scared because this is a change. As much as it is a change for the kid, it's, it's a huge change for the parents as well. Their adjustment. Yeah, exactly. And some parents don't adjust. You're right. And they, they you know... It, that's where I think a lot of relationships with parents and their kids uh, break off into a riff because it, yeah, the parents still want, exactly. They still want control and then the kids want to learn and both parties are somewhat right and somewhat wrong. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that's wild. That's wild that you, it, I mean, it sounds like from my perspective, your parents were very understanding and, and they, you know, yeah. they, they were able to meet you in the middle. And especially the whole, when you use the term knowledgeable about weed, that already blew my mind. Because that's something that I would have never, I was, I, well, I should have guessed the Netherlands, but they, <laughs> here True. in the States, not at all, man. That's the devil's lettuce. You are going to hell and you are, uh, a, basically you're taking a vaccine if you do weed. All right, guys. That's- yeah, you're basically, you're basically <laughs> the same as someone who smokes crack when you smoke weed <laughs> at that point. It's a gateway, guys. It's a guy. Hey, you hate to hear it from me first. It's a, you know, I'm trying to give a shit. Well, I actually started drinking alcohol before weed, so. 
Yeah, that's fair. How, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the same diff. I mean, there, yeah, I don't, we don't got to get into this, all right? We don't got to get yeah, into this I know too much. Mean, I don't but you know what I'm going to get into. Anywho, let's let's roll into to school, all right? Let's roll into education. Uh, you're familiar with all the stereotypes in high school, all the classifications of what people were, the jocks, the nerds, the popular kids, the scene kids, the emos, whatever. Yeah. Where would you have classified yourself back in the day? Um, I think my entire school experience um, until like maybe 18 years old was like I was pretty much the loner. I was kind of a social reject. Um, it, like from the from like my youngest days, from like when I was five to six years old, I always got bullied because I was a little bit weird when I was a child. I was a little bit weird, so I always got bullied, um, and it kind of consisted through um, through high school and stuff because I just didn't have the social skills, pretty much. Like I, I was also always very anxious. Um, I was too scared to speak up, all that stuff. Mm. So I was kind of a loner all the time. Can you can you explain to me what weird looked like or what you believe to be perceived as weird? Um, I just. I feel like in when you're very young in like elementary school mm-hmm. or I don't know how you call it in America. Elementary school is the first school, right? You go to? Yeah. Was it primary? I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Um, I just, I guess I just didn't fit in with the rest. And once they pick up on it, like children are amazing, but they can be fucking vicious too. They, yeah. they, they're very hive minded kind of. Mm-hmm. And when you don't kind of fit in with the rest of the kids, you're automatically weird. So what did um, they bully you on? Um, they called me Daffy Duck. <laughs> Wait, because <laughs> my name my name is Davy, but I, I I'm oh. a very emotional person, so I knew it was hostile or I, it felt hostile. So I just I just start crying when someone called me Daffy Duck. Like oh. now that I think back at it, I'd be like, bro, who gives a fuck, bro? Daffy Duck. Like that's uh, just kind of a banger, though. <laughs> that, that shit's, yeah. That's Daffy that's Duck's gr- kind of cool, actually. You know, now that I think about it, Daffy Duck's kind of cool. No fuck Donald Duck, ever. bro. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I was thinking. Da- oh no, Daffy's the the one with the sailor's outfit, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. He was the one always fucking. He never had pants on. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. He was dope. So they would call you that, and you would you would cry because that's just such a hostile. They they were attacking you. They were attacking you left and right. Uh, did that and you said that was in primary school did that that did that leak over to high school as well um the daffy duck stuff no no the but, the bullying in general um, the bullying yeah um well high school was not really bullying um it's just being kind of a social reject like my worst my worst time in life in general was like primary school i was like i, I felt really bad like I think that's where I developed the whole hate towards school subconsciously mm. because I'd call in sick so often that at some point my mom was like, uh, we got to go to the hospital to get you checked up. But I was just <laughs> calling in sick because I didn't want to see all those fuckers, you know? Um, oh. Like, that's actually how it went. It's pretty yeah. fucking crazy. It's like, oh, mom, I got a headache again. And she's like, you know what? We got to bro we need to get you under mri scan bro like you can't have a headache that much and yeah that's how bad it was like when i was uh, it's kind of heavy now i think about it Mm -hmm. i'm laughing right now but when i was when i was nine or eight years old 
or 10 maybe. Yeah. Like at some point, I remember laying in bed being like, I don't want to live anymore. That's how mm. hard I got bullied. Yeah. In my eyes, you know, I'm just a very, I was just a very, um, how do you say it? I was just a very vulnerable person, I guess. Yeah. So I don't think I was bullied that hard, but I was just very vulnerable to it. Well, it's the thing is, Dave, it's like, as a kid, we're just looking to be accepted. We're just looking to be loved. And we don't yeah. have any understanding of like the social aspect of that in terms of like what it takes. It's like, we, we are who we are. And, and like you said, kids are vicious, man. They have no filter. I like kids nope. are brutal. They're br- if you want to ever find the rudest roast, you don't see it at a comedy club with a drunk person. You see it with a child and because they'll tell you how it is True. and they will not hold back. They don't know how. So they, they, that's the thing. They uh, like now that we're older, we know what's acceptable and what's not. But when yes. you're a kid, you just say whatever the fuck is on your mind. Mm-hmm. There might not even be evil intent behind it. Yes. It's, just, yeah. it's like your brain is on autopilot kind of. Mm-hmm. In yeah. some way. Oh, my God. But it's so, yeah, so true. So, you know, you mentioned you were an outcast in high school. You know, you were a yep. social reject. During those times, you know, what, was there even an effort in you trying to be social? Or did you just accept the fact that you're like, I'm not like everyone else. No one ex- understands me nor accepts me. So I'm just going to go on my own. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't completely an outcast i was just kind of the um the kid that already uh, that always got like picked on kind of there's always like a guy in class that's like i didn't really get bullied but um if there was anyone people wanted to pick on it was me kind of mm. and it wasn't that bad now that i think about it i was kind of a reject but it wasn't that bad it wasn't like oh my god i can't go to school i can't see these people you know mm-hmm. it's just sometimes they were just vicious, you know? They were just fucking puberty, testosterone-ridden fucking, uh, fucking dudes that wanted to, you know, fuck around. So yeah. I can't really blame them. Even the bullies on my, in my elementary school, I can't blame them either. One of them actually, the guy that bullied me the most when I was older, mm-hmm. um, like 17, 18, he kind of started hanging out with our friends, and he just apologized to me. And he was oh. like, yo, I know what I did. And I'm like, yo, we're cool. And we're cool now. He's like, he's like a really great dude now. So really awesome. I don't really hold any grudges. Yeah. Um, I was just socially reject. But when I think back to it, uh, I wouldn't change anything of it either because it made me who I am. Yeah. So it's like, it is what it is, man. That's life. That's how it goes. But I feel great now. So who gives it, a fuck? I'm not going to hold any grudges. You know, we, we give props to the guy that, that was able to understand his wrongdoing and come forward and apologize, but also yourself for accepting that grace. You know, it, you could have easily just dismissed him and be like, man, fuck you, get out of here. Um, but to, yeah, to be yeah, able to have your own maturity and say, you know what, that was a different time. That was a different you. And I'm going to accept you for who you are yeah. now and what you are going forward, man. That's, that's good shit. That's good shit. That's a lot of respect. Yeah, he's actually a, a great dude now. He's like a really stand-up dude. Like he he grew up to be nicer than most people, actually, which is crazy. That's refreshing, man. I'll be but honest. maybe he just has a really good sense of self-reflection and he kind of yeah. knows what he did and what he need to, needs to do better. It's just uh, life works in, in mysterious ways, man. Yeah. It's like it's unexplainable. You, you never know who's going to change or what's going to how it's going to work out in the end. Like how mm-hmm. we see ourselves back then and where we are now 
did we always expect ourselves to be where we're at? Probably not. Most likely not. Nope. Um, but here we are. Let me ask this. I'll ask all the basic bish questions about high school. You know, you play any sports? Did you, uh, did you, Hell what was no. your favorite class? All right. That got that one out of the way. <laughs> you, you, uh, what was your favorite class? What was your, what was, if you had to choose a class, what was the one that you vibe with the most or you thought was the easiest? Um, my favorite class was smoking weed during lunch break. There that was my is. favorite class. <laughs> I didn't, dude, there was no favorite class. I, I kind of liked economics because it was good at it. It's just super easy. Yeah. Um, I liked history a little bit because the the teacher was like, um, he was super degenerate. Like, if I would be a teacher now, I'd be the same as him. He was like hella degenerate. I, he'd be paying, he kept making jokes about how his um, <laughs> this guy like he was such a good teacher. He's like very good at teaching, but then he'd make jokes like, "Yeah, I went to the beach last uh, last day with my wife and um." um uh, like there were some dudes that started started rolling her to the sea and they were like and i was like huh why are you why are you rolling her to the sea and they were like wait is this not a whale you know he kept making fat jokes about his wife and shit. <laughs> oh like, my I, God. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude he was he was a legend bro he was a legend he was a fucking comedian bro it was amazing ring the damn bell she's done she's done how can you yeah he kept making fat jokes but his, his wife was like extremely handsome so he was just yeah. a joker you know i so see. i kind of i see so i remember history as my most fun class i guess mm. just because of that probably how how often were you wavy at school if you catch my drift how often were you high in school um i actually did one of my final exams <laughs> high what <laughs> yeah Oh, we like we had a break and we like some of the dudes are like yo you want to smoke some weed i'm like fuck yeah who gives mm -hmm. a fuck it's like we were smoking hash we weren't smoking like weed weed we were smoking hash which is like yeah. a more of a mellow high more mm -hmm. of a focused high and it, i feel like it actually helped me i don't want to like give people in chat the wrong uh, mindset of like you have to be high to do an exam but yeah i got like it was a it was an exam that i didn't really study for but i got a seven out of ten so Th no. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> Final time. Well, in my in my in my terms, that's good because I'm like, if I get a six out of ten, that's an A plus for me. You know. There you go. That's cool. There you go. I like it. I like it. So you know, you're doing your your school shit, and you're you're you know, meandering through through high school and all that jazz. And let's go to the week before you graduated. All right, Dave. Let's go to the mm -hmm. week before you graduated. So you're getting ready for, you know, excuse me, getting your diploma, cap and gown, all of that jazz. In your mind, what was the next step? Was it a four-year? Was it a community college? Was it taking a break? Were you going to go straight into working? What was the next step for you? After um, well, it's kind of different because I'm from the Netherlands, but I think it, the education I was doing after high school was in America, it's considered community college, I think. Okay. It wasn't like a master or a bachelor. So I guess it falls under associates. community college then. Yeah. Mm, maybe it was associate's degree. Okay. I don't know. But I didn't know what the fuck to do. And to be honest, I didn't want to go to school. But my parents were always like, you got you to gotta get a degree. You got to get a degree. <laughs> Why are they out so, of breath? <laughs> Is someone choking them as they're telling you this? No, they were just sick and tired of me skipping school. That's why they're out of breath. 
fair. No, 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 no. They were like, you got to get a degree. You got to go to school. You got to do this. You got to do that. So I was like, you know, yeah. and in my school or in my culture, I guess, or whatever, it was like, if you don't know what to do, just go do something with economics or finance, you know, uh, money. Everybody loves money. Go do something like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll go do, um, what was it called? Um, hmm, what was the degree called? It's just a basic, in the Netherlands, it's like, um, you don't really do a, 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 um, a basic degree. It's kind of focused to what you're going to do. Mm. So it was focused toward being an account manager. I don't know if that's something in America, account yeah, manager. Yeah, 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 that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I guess I, I thought I, that was what I wanted to do, but it wasn't. Um, and then I dropped out of that within like two months. Mm. Um, then I went to, I wanted to work with people. So I went into, um, caring for, um, elders kind of, it wasn't like caring for elders medically, but more like, um, uh, like for example, I did an internship at a place where, um, elders with dementia would come to like spend their day, like talk to each other, play games, whatever, mm-hmm. have some soup, you know. Um, but after two years, I found out that's not what I wanted to do either. <laughs> yeah, I think I did like four. <laughs> I tried like four educations in total, mm-hmm. um, or three maybe. Then I went to art school, you know, <laughs> art school. <laughs> I, I, well, let gonna... me correct myself. I'm laughing because of the have some soup comment. I don't know why that escaped me. That shit got to me. I was like, <laughs> I just, this is very clear in my head. Like <laughs> drinking soup with the elders because we were drinking soup. soup too. We were drinking yeah. soup too with them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like this is what I remember, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm trying to hold that back, but I was like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge soup guy. You love the fucking soup. So you had some soup. Yeah. <laughs> And and then you went into art school. Okay, explain to me art school. I, I that's a whole world that I'm not familiar with. Hmm. I went into photography and AV production. Uh, or, well, the 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 course was called AV production, so it was okay. um, video and photography. Um, during that year is when I met my last girlfriend, and she had cancer at the moment. Mm. Um, and I also developed a panic disorder, so I had to. I kind of drop out, focus on other stuff. Um, she's clean now. She's my ex now, but she was clean. Uh, she had lymphoma, but she's fully recovered. So no Monka S's in chat, please. No uh, capital D colons. Everything's good. Um, but yeah, I did photography, but I kind of dropped out because of other things in life. Yeah. And that was it. Actually, I just work full time now as a customer service agent for Samsung. So, well, well I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna. Am I getting ahead of the curve? Right are you getting a little ahead of the curve because it sounds like you went into work history? But I'm gonna still run you through that gauntlet. But more, still about your education because it seems like you know in the Netherlands as well as a lot of places outside of the United States, it's like you kind of do these little apprenticeships, you do these little on-site jobs to learn about the the vocation there. In terms of art school, you said a very uh, specific line that I wanna I wanna revisit. All right, you said outside world mm-hmm. stuff happened outside. Are you speaking directly about your ex at the time, or was there more to that that you couldn't, you didn't want to continue art school per se? Um, 
it was a multi it were multiple things um i think it was uh, no nah, i'm pretty sure i didn't give myself time to breathe um so i kept jumping into the next thing before really knowing what i wanted to do because partially because my parents were like oh you got to get an education mm-hmm. um but it was also her having cancer and i wanted to be there to support her and uh, skipping class blah 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 all that stuff um it kind of made me um kind of grow distant from from the education i was doing yeah i was kind of I, I was like uh, I had other priorities above that education. And to me, I'm a person, if I'm not fully into something, um, you might as well count me out because I just, I'm just going to focus on something that I am into at that point. And I'm just going to completely neglect uh, any other work I have to do, um, which is something I'm learning to deal with. Um, I'm getting better at it. But at that time, it was like, okay, I can't fully commit to this, um, to this education. So I might as well quit. Uh, Mr. DiBelli, we're going to move on towards here, towards your work history. I know we, we talked about it very slightly, and we brushed over a lot of your past internships your jobs. I will say this. I do need another bathroom break. Are you due as well? Um, I kind of am, yeah. Okay. You want to go first? Yes. Go Let's ahead. race. Uh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to have plenty of these guys. How you guys doing? What an ass. You just left. All right. I didn't, this is not a race. This motherfucker just ran. And he's gone. Yeah, this man's getting another beer too. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, not a mom stream without toilet. Yeah, you're going to. We should have had a counter for how many bathroom breaks. <laughs> Dude, Dave's killing it, man. I, I'm fascinated. I love his story so far. I love, I love listening to this and, and breaking down what he's been sharing. There's a lot of good stuff there. And we, we were only halfway into the life story. We'll get into his work history next, as well as romantic history and relationships after that. Yeah, keep sending in your questions, guys. If you have any questions for Develi, I'll, I'll, I'll send it incrementally, but you could do it at any time, exclamation mark Q into the chat. Um, and we'll get into that after these two questions. I mean, after these two segments, we'll, we'll, we'll get into him. Man, support the man. If you haven't already, give him a follow. Give him a follow right here. What a freak. Uh, give him a follow, Mr. DeValley. Will you get a mom's interview? There will be a Q&A of myself later on at like 5 p.m. if you'd like. All right, Dave, it's yours. It's yours. All right? It's mine? Yeah, I got to go take a piss. Okay, well, do your shit. Hi, Parker. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Parker. Dude, I'm going to suck Parker's dick so good at TwitchCon 2021. 2022 he's gonna be trembling for the entire weekend yo ethan ethan the goat crow the goat hey hey yao ming hey yao hey how's the interview so far am i am i doing good get in line fuck you pain i'll knock you out bro i'm the first one that's gonna suck his dick hey dino hey attack on titan the most goaded anime you know what I mean? That shit busting, bro. It's the Valley. Hi, Goblin. Hi, hi. I'm actually, I'm actually really. If I'm, if I'm completely honest, yo, it's King Corsi. Hi. Shout out Anime Chat. Hey, shout out Kenneth. Nico, clip this. Shout out Kenneth. You the goat. You got a lawn dick. <laughs> Dude, 
I'm, if I'm completely honest, I had like a minor panic attack before actually getting on. And then when I got on, it was gone. It's crazy. I'm sharing my screen in class. I'm pretty sure they saw my accent. <laughs> Who gives a fuck, Cass? Fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Shout out anime. <laughs> Chill out, man. Chill out. Holy shit. Yo, hey, Devel Hornies in chat, boys. Devel Hornies in chat. Any Coomers? Any Coomers? Hello? Any Coomers? Where's mom's at? Oh, he's doing his he's doing his little little dementia bit again. <laughs> no, it's not a bit and it's not dementia. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. It's not a bit and I don't have dementia. What do you mean dementia bit? What's a dementia bit, huh? Why don't you explain to everyone here? What's a dementia bit? Please, Dave. Please educate me. What's a dementia it's bit? It's you, it's you like fucking like fucking this guy is just like Fucker, listen here, listen. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. Old man, me. <laughs> um, man, fuck. Mom, I know you're good enough. I know you're good enough. I know you always do this shit. I, it's not a bit. I, it's when I go over there. I'll tell you what it is. All right, when I go over there, <laughs> that okay. That uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal something. This is a drawer. All right. The top drawer is where I hide snacks. <laughs> so all the top drawer has snacks. The bottom drawer is oh, actually shit. important documents. So that's like, like shit that I have to do for work. So top snacks. Tax returns over. and stuff. Very true. I gave you guys all a warning about that on Twitter. And then over nope. there, if I meander over here, that closet also has snacks, which is a weird. I know it's a weird place to hide. And it also has where I store my salad to <laughs> catch my drift. So salads. Salads. Fuck off. Okay. You don't have salads in your drawer, bro. Come uh, on. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. But the thing I took was like a, this is very old man of me. This, I got a, like a chocolate mint. It's the shit that they put in your restaurant. Like, you know how they give you a mint and then like put your bill on it? This is that, the exact same thing. Oh, but that shit's good though. Oh, no, it's tasty. It's nice. You think I'm eating it because I want a little, yeah. I want to, I want to feel a little different. Um, you want to feel something, huh? <laughs> <I'm trying> to... <laughs> I could hear you while I was taking a piss going like, guys, I drank this pint and I'm just so, I'm I'm a little bit woozy right now. Do I you didn't need a, say that shit. You need on. a glass of water, sir? You need a glass of water, dude? Shit. Hey, <laughs> I, you... I, I have a mug of water besides me, bro. I'm 24 years old. I'm becoming a boomer. I have to have water besides me when I'm drinking. Honestly, deadass, get ready. When you're 25... The, the relevancy that you have in terms of like being young, you're officially mid 20s. All right. This is, it's yeah. over. It's the sex appeal is gone there. Um, but what yeah. sex appeal? True. <laughs> you get, you got to get wisdom nowadays. It's interesting. You get wisdom as you get older. So I'm kind of excited True. for that. I'm excited for that stage. Once I'm 30, man, it's over. I'm, I think I'm calling quits on Twitch. <laughs> if I get to that stage in life and I'm still doing this shit, it's done. Where I'm hanging out. No, and we'll see. We'll give it. We'll give it another couple more months. Uh, let's let's go into your work history, Mr. Devali. The first thing I'm going to ask you is, in total, how many jobs have you had? You know, and I mean meaningful jobs, not not one of your whatever one-offs. I don't know. Mm, well, I've had a lot of one-offs. Um, I'm the type of person is if I really don't like anything, <laughs> I'll just quit. Um, like. Nowadays, I'm, I'm different because I'm older and I have to pay bills and stuff. But mm -hmm. um, I've had about serious jobs. I'd say about four. Huh? Um, my first job 
so I come from a place in the Netherlands. Um, it's it's very strange, actually. It's like a, a small little part in the Netherlands, and um, there's like a very big culture around um, uh, like producing vegetables. Like I think we're like a very small part of the Netherlands, but we produce about fifty percent of all the vegetables in the Netherlands, which is absolutely bonkers. Um, it's very much to go into, like the details of it, but uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of the rundown. And I used to, when I was 14 or 15, I started at this um, at this place cutting tomatoes, so like harvesting tomatoes. Okay. So I had to get up at like 6 a.m. We had to be there at 7 a.m. Um, and we'd finish around 12 to 1 p.m. Um, on a Saturday, actually. So basically half our weekend was gone by picking tomatoes. Um, but it was really normal. It was kind of the culture here. Um, I fucking hated it. So after two months, I didn't go anymore. I didn't even f- tell them, yo, I quit. I was just like, fuck you guys. I'm out this bitch. Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, I've had <laughs> a job in a supermarket just restocking. Whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa, whoa. But before we go on to the next one, all right? Let me, I'm going to stop you incrementally. Every, every job, we're going to have a moment, yeah. all right? Let's just let's go from there. With this tomato gig, this is very unique, and I love that it's something of your culture too uh, over there. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what did this job teach you, especially it being your first like official job job? Um, this job teached me that um, if I really hate doing something, um, it's worth it to kind of try and start over again and find something different. Um, it also taught me uh, waking up hella early is fucking dog shit. Um, and it also kind of taught me that the people that are really like about that culture, mm-hmm. because uh, where I grew up, there was like a, there was like a heavy like, oh, you got to work hard culture. And this job actually taught me like, I don't want to become like that. I don't want like my life to become um, the input I have in my job. I don't want my job to become my life. Interesting. So I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out this bitch. I'm not going to wake up at 6 a.m. just to have some like stupid ass manager yell at me mm-hmm. um, because I cut one fucking tomato wrong. You know, it's just it's not going to happen. So I just like, you know what? I'm not coming anymore. Fuck you. So you quit that job. Sounds like it was very liberating too, very freeing for you to be like, this yes. is not mine. And this is a realization that I gained from my experience uh, mm-hmm. with, the, with the tomato farm there. So then you said you went from the farm to the grocery store. It sounds like the trajectory is you're just following the food. Uh, so <laughs> we're at the grocery store now. What were you doing and how long did you stay? And what was your experience like? Um, I was just restocking. <clears throat> So filling up all the shelves, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for about three to six months. And then I went back to school, I think. Or that's when I started my first um, my first education. So the economy education. Mm. Um, and then at some point I was like, you know, this is too much school. And like working 20 hours a week is like, uh, it's, it's very detrimental for my mental health. So I quit the job. Um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. All right. And what did you learn from that job? Um, 
not that much. It was just a regular ass job. And I think something that taught me from all those jobs back in the school days when I still went to school was that money doesn't really make me happy because um, when I was, whether I had a job or not, I was, I still felt the same. Like I couldn't buy all this stuff, but I still felt the same. So every time I quit a job, it didn't really feel like I was losing an income or like losing quality of life. It was just like, Oh, okay. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course it's very different now when you're older. Uh, Like right now I'm like thinking about saving and investing and I want to set myself up for later. But you know, when you're 17, 18, you don't really think about that. When you, uh, I guess I have to ask this then at that time, especially at that age in your life, did you work because of the money or did you work because you needed the money? If you catch me mm. throwing down. I didn't need the money. Well, I needed the money to buy weed. There it is. Yeah, that's, um, what, I'm catching. <laughs> that's what I was throwing down. <laughs> that's pretty much all I spent my fucking money on. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see. In general. But um, if I, I always got like, <laughs> it's actually funny. Um Every Friday, I'd always get like a 10 euro allowance from my from my parents. Mm-hmm. And um, 10 euros is like, I could buy like a gram or like a little bit over a gram of weed. <laughs> and every time I didn't have a job, Friday was like, let's fucking go, boys. I'd like, I'd get my allowance, boom. I'd hop on my bike, go to the fucking, go to the coffee shop, get me a gram of weed, boom. Go to the coffee and shop then, to do that? What do you mean? Is that the point? That's the, that's the spot? That's what that's what they call the weed source here, coffee shops. I don't know why it's really weird, but wait, what? Really? I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. that's that's fascinating. Oh, okay. They so, call it coffee shop. I now that I think about it, it's like, why the fuck do they call it coffee shops? Yeah. But it has no correlation. But okay, I, no, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Know. So you got your allowance. You I went to the coffee shop to buy weed, and that's yep. how you spent your weekends. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're leaving the grocery store now, all right? You realize you, it was very tough to balance work, school, life, all of that. And it just wasn't worth it. Um, what happened afterwards after that? It was the third job out of four. Um, well, when I quit that job, I went back to school. And I did um, education with, like, the, the elders and stuff. Mm. So, like, it was like, um, how do you call that education? It's like society societal work if i hospitality um no it wasn't hospitality um it's like societal work it's like um if you ever want to um be like a a youth counselor um if you want to help let's say homeless people kind of that stuff it's like very general but um that's sort of um uh, it was like psychology light kind of (laughs) That's that's what the education was, and you could go like all sorts of ways. You could go work with elder, work with homeless people, work with youth, work with drug addicts, that kind of stuff. Um, so I started that education, and then during um, during the first year, I was like, you know what? Um, I want to be able to buy weed, so let me just apply for a job again. That was that was actually my mentality back then. Oh my god! All um, right. I was a heavy weed smoker. You have no idea. Um, so I got a job again at a at a grocery store again. I worked there for actually pretty long, like a year. Mm. Um, I had like really nice colleagues and stuff. 
So it was it wasn't that bad to go to work, but um, we used to work overtime a lot, and our our CEO or our manager or whatever was a greedy son of a bitch, and every time we'd work overtime, he would just not pay us. <clears throat> so at some point, I I actually made a post on Facebook like mm-hmm. slandering the guy, like yo. We work overtime here and this guy doesn't pay us. I'm fucking done. And then the next time I came into work, he was like, hey, uh, can we uh, can you come to my office for, for a bit? And I was like, yep, I can. Fuck you, bitch. And <laughs> we came in. I came into his office and he was like, um, could you could you take down that post on Facebook, please? Because, uh, you know, and I was like, um, I mean, I take it down. But can you promise me you will actually pay us for our overtime? And he's like, eh, yeah, I'll look into it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Wait, what? I'll look into it. I'll look into it. And oh, uh, uh, he was like, he was acting like there was nothing happening. Um, like everything was cool and dandy, you know, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, and I was like, okay, let's see what he does. And then next month. Um, so a paycheck day with there. And I was like, hmm, this doesn't really correlate with the hours I worked. And I kind of did the calculation. I was like, yep, our overtime didn't get paid. And I came into work and I was like, "Um, yo, guys, uh, I quit. And they were like, what? Because you have have like a four-week period here. When you you say you quit, you have to work for another four weeks. I don't know. How how do you call it in America? Uh, For us, it's two-week notice. The notice, yeah. So it was a four week notice for us. And I was like, um, yeah, I actually feel really good talking about this. Like, I'm really happy I did this. Um, he was like, you know, you have to adhere to the four week notice, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, you have to pay overtime in this country, right? And I just took off my uniform, gave it to him, and I went home. <laughs> and it felt so good. Was there no was there no repercussions? Did he never hit you up? Did you ever get in any extra trouble? No. Um, so I I told my manager because the CEO was the one doing the pay. He did mm-hmm. it himself because mm-hmm. it was a small store. It was really a big store. Um, so there wasn't like really a lot of administration going on. Um, the CEO um, always went over the hours and did the pay. And then our supermarket manager, so the team manager, um, I told him I quit. And he was like, oh, but you have a four-week notice. And I told him, yeah, but um, the company should also pay us for the hours we work. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, he like, he didn't want to lose his job, but he kind of nodded at me. Like, you're right, so I'm going to let you off right now. So I just gave him my uniform, and then I went home. Wow. Cowards. Breathing. Yep. Jesus. But uh, my dad was really mad at me when I came home. Because he was like, you know, yeah, find a different job first, blah, blah, blah. And I agree right now because I'm older now. But mm. um, apparently when I did that, um, they did start paying the over hours. So like the overtime hours. So I kind of, by me being a dickhead towards them, um, they did start to like kind of get around and we're like, okay, and we have to pay the overtime hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm still happy. Even though I lost my income, I, I'm completely happy with that. It sounds like you're, you're a revolutionary right here. You know? you're, uh, you're starting a movement over there. You're like, no, I'm going to, here's my whatever uniform. 
you're going to pay the, these type of people their over hours. You're going to do this and that. And of course it happens once you're gone. Uh, but I think if, you know, you don't even got to answer the question of what you've learned, but it sounds like you've learned to stand up for yourself. You did something. You were, you, you, yeah. you, you've hopefully, or at the very least encouraged the change within a cult, uh, company's culture. They, yeah, because the the thing was, I th- I didn't give a fuck about my income because I didn't need it. If I don't need anything, I don't mind losing it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot so of for people me, do. it didn't matter. Yeah, for everyone, everybody in my uh, like all my colleagues were like super pissed, but they um like they didn't really bring it up that much. Um, and for me, I was just done with it. So I was like, you know what, fuck you, I quit, and yeah. that's it um and what i learned from it is just like you gotta be like if you really don't want to do something if you like really feel bad about something just at some point you gotta kind of um reconsider and think about um like are you really gonna force yourself to do something you don't want to do yeah like what what's the benefit it's gonna get out of you kind of like uh, now that I'm older, I understand my dad, like, look for a new job first. And mm-hmm. I understand that. And now, like, of course, if I'm at a company and I'm like, they're treating me like shit, I'm going to look for a new job first. That's like obvious. But back then, I just didn't give a fuck. Um, but you got to, um, sometimes you got to, like, reconsider what's good for you and kind of not give a fuck about anything else. That's true. It, uh, hmm. I yeah, like it's that. it's hard to explain, but no, I think you did that well. That's what I felt like. Yeah. And then now we're we're rolling into your current job. It sounds like the fourth job. What do you mm-hmm. do right now? I do night shifts, customer service for Samsung. Uh, three days a week, so I have a four day weekend, and I'm pretty happy with my job actually. Mm-hmm. So, it's all right. Yeah. So tell me what it, what the day in the life of a you know, graveyard shift for customer service looks like? Um, well, I wake up, um, depending on my sleep schedule of the week, <laughs> I either wake up at 8 p.m. or 3 p.m., you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I wake up, I eat breakfast. Um, since I live with two roommates and we take turns cooking. So if I have to cook, I wake up i take breakfast i instantly have to go to the store because you know there gotta be food on the table but if i wake up at 3 4 p.m um i gotta go to the store pretty quick because you know dinner's gotta be ready at like 6 7 p.m mm-hmm. um then after dinner or maybe even before i join discord i talk with the homies nate parker mubsy cursor nico all the homies that are in cozy chat usually in Nate's Discord. And yeah, then at 11.30 p.m. I start work. Or 12, no, 10.30 p.m. I start work. And I get off at 7 a.m. That's about it. Damn. Yep. And you say you're liking the job. This is, you know, it feels like it fits your, both your schedule and lifestyle, you know, especially with COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I would much prefer waking up early. Because mm. what I've realized the last like two years is I'm way more productive in the early hours. Mm-hmm. I always thought I was a night owl, but there's just a lie because 
I was just a degenerate. Let's be real. Um, if I'm completely honest, I was just a degenerate who mm-hmm. didn't have any structure in life. But now that I have to have structure in life, I realize waking up early is way better for my mental health. But then yeah. again, because I work night shifts, um, we get a 50% extra on our pay. Mm, so I don't have half. to work five days. Mm-hmm. Nice. Damn, you got so me thinking now. It's kind of like... You have to kind of find a balance like, hmm, you know, having a DJ schedule kind of sucks, but having like a five or a four day weekend is kind of fucking nice, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and because of streaming and stuff, it's kind of nice to have a four day weekend because it could just go all out. So I like also the fact that you mentioned you're like, you know, I, uh, the cooking part fascinates me. I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a savant of the foods myself. What are you? Uh, whipping up. What is Chef Boy Davelli whipping up in the kitchen for the house? You want to know the, the Davelli special? Huh? Of course, of course. I'll give you a fucking recipe right now, bro. Shoot, dude, I'm foaming at the mouth right now. It's I get chicken. Um, I get um like two spoons of brown sugar. Put it in there. Um, around f- three to four spoons of soy sauce. Then I add uh one spoon of ginger ginger powder. Um, about five garlic cloves, a lot of garlic. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, I'm throwing it out. You, hey, y'all motherfuckers in chat, I'm not looking at y'all right now, but you better write this shit down, bro, because this shit is fucking, this shit is bomb as fuck. So far, so good. All right, I'll take it. So the five garlic cloves, um, yeah. a little bit of, um, hmm, what do I add more? I add, what's it called? Like um, salt and pepper, of course, yeah. is the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, I add a little bit of paprika powder. Um, and then I put it in the fridge, leave it there for at least six hours. That's the minimum. Um, and then what I do is I cook that, obviously, and I cook rice. And then what I also do is I get red curry paste. So Indian red curry paste. Ah, yeah. I, I add a little bit of brown sugar and a little bit of water and make it into a sauce and I drizzle that over the chicken and the rice. That shit is fucking That does sound good. That sounds that good. That shit is bomb. How you uh, yep. how do you cook your chicken? Are we baking it? Are we uh putting it pan fried? What what kind of how are we cooking the chicken? Um how do I say it? I, I just use a wok pan to be honest. Ooh, a wok. Oh, yeah, I, I use a, I use a wok pan and I like um uh, sesame oil, sesame oil is good. Ooh, a little bit, a little bit not too much. Oil. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. Good. That shit's really fucking good. I need I'm to see fucking a photo. Right now. I need, I need you to send a photo, dude. Don't forget the nudes. Send a photo of the foods. All right, I want to see, I want to see what the finished product looks like next time. I'll send it to you when the next Please. time I make it. Please, yeah, or anything in the kitchen like that. Cooking is like that's a de stressor for me. Whenever I'm in the kitchen, whenever I'm doing something, yeah. it's just. I, uh, here's a fun idea. I, I have a, I'll give you, I'll give you a free idea, guys. All right. Whoever wants to take this idea, it's up for grabs. There should be someone who does like a, an event where it's kind of like chopped, but for the streamer, for you, the streamer, where chat will choose four ingredients that are within certain categories. So a protein, a vegetable, a weird item, and then whatever. And you, the streamer should try to cook whatever you can with those four items, those four ingredients. That's a good idea. Hey, on, that's on the house. That's on the house, guys. I'm built. 
I'm built with these ideas, guys. I'm built with. Hey, these you ideas. better, you better pay fucking uh, loyalties, bro. Yeah. Hey, you better heard it here. Loyalties. Someone clip this idea, send it out to Mizkif. All right, he'll he'll fucking eat that shit up. All right, I'm tired of uh, I'm I'm tired of people playing video games only on Twitch. We got to come up with some fresh ideas. I got another idea too, but I'm, that one I'm actually gonna save because I might do it. <laughs> but this this one this one I thought about it and I was Don't like. Yeah, production value. I just don't have the camera to to do it in the kitchen, but I know a lot of streamers do. And I was like, this is a fun idea. I think people will be interested in like if you give yourself thirty minutes to an hour to cook, and then you just you know you go and you just fucking try to you know prepare something. I think that'll be a a fun thing to watch. But anywho, I digress. Bringing us back to the to life stories part. All right. It sounds like from a from a work standpoint, you know, we 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 got a lot, and there's a lot. I I love the story arc of first of all. Very brutally honest in terms of why you needed the cash, mead. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but each of those also coming with its own lessons, uh, whether that be uh, realizing the importance of work-life balance or realizing that um, you don't want your work to be your end-all, be-all in life. Or maybe it's standing yep. up for something against the administration when they're doing something that's truly unlawful. Um, you know, Each of those past experiences building upon one another uh, to get you are where you are today, and especially even acknowledging that your dad was right, whereas like yeah, it was a little bit uh, naive, uh, yeah, just perfectly. quitting. But you know, you had the opportunity to do so, especially still with yeah. your family. Um, nowadays, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> yeah, if I think back to it, it, it was still worth it. But if I do that shit now, uh, I can't pay my fucking bills. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the fuck am I going to do? Like, there's no other choice. Exactly. So lesson has been learned, but a little bit late. Let's move on to the last segment in Life Stories. Right? It's the one that is it's the Coomer's favorite. It is your romantic history. All right? We're going to get into it, Develi. I'm giving you one more out. All right? I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not pressing up too hard. But this is usually the one that people, I notice most people squirm around this topic. Yep. Um, it's either this or family that most people kind of get at. Um, but Dave, similar to your work, because I think that it, there is a lot of work uh, behind the scenes yep. when dealing with relationships. How many official, not your one night stands, not your whatever, not your, uh, you know, Braz's account. How many official relationships has Mr. Develi had? I mean, to preface this, I've never had anything casual. So, you know what I mean? Um, no one I'd send nothing. Um, I think about three, three or four, maybe uh, three. I'd say three official relationships. I'm questioning why you said four. What is that? (laughs) If you well, I've had some when I was really young, like 13, 14 year old, but I don't really see those as as like real relationships. That's like okay, okay. um, You don't you don't have really a grasp of what a relationship is back then. So I agree. So let's start off with the first. When was that, and how did it begin? Uh, It was in high school. I was like 16 years old. Um, there was this girl in my class, she was really pretty, um, to me, um, and we would always, it was like this weird movie type shit where you'd look at each other in class randomly, you'd giggle, blah, 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 you know, that type of stuff, 
And then I think we started talking on Twitter DMs, which is really weird, right? You're in the same class. Yeah. We'd never talk in person, but we'd start yeah. talking in Twitter DMs because we were like nervous motherfuckers. Okay. Um, and then at some point, it was Valentine's Day. It was kind of timed very well. I I still had a plushie. I won from a from a like a like a fair one day. I won a plushie, and I gave it to her on at school, and we were a thing. And that lasted for about eight months, I think. Okay, that's pretty sizable for for your first relationship. Yeah, seven to eight months, something what, like that. Uh, during the heart of your dating or seeing her, uh, what did you enjoy most? Um, just the company, I guess. Um, I really liked just having a connection of some sorts that's like deeper than a friendship. It's like different. Uh, mind you, it was like my first relationship, so I was like figure out, figuring out a lot of shit. So um, it was it was nice having someone to rely on, I guess. Mm. Something deeper than just a friendship. I like that. So then, where did it? Uh... Where did it go kind of downhill? Um, well, I was really, I was really weird back then. Um, it wasn't really a normal relationship. I was really nervous about everything. Um, so it was kind of like, I kind of handled it like a friendship, but a little bit deeper, but not like romantically. It's really weird. I was just really nervous. And at some point um, I was sick um, in school. Uh, when I was in school and I was like, um, I didn't go to school for a week and I also didn't respond to her texts. Um, so I kind of ghosted her. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like I just asked you, what's your favorite part? And you go, Oh, the companionship. All right. So how'd it go down to, uh, I just stopped texting. I simply didn't, I couldn't be bothered talking to this. <laughs> no, I ghosted her and she was like, you know what? Fuck you. Um, yeah, Danny well, I understand her. her. I, I completely agree with her. Um, first of all, when I'm when I'm sick, when I don't feel good, the first one I'll text is my significant significant other. So I completely agree. But I was just I was just really weird. I didn't know how to handle relationships. I didn't know how it worked. Um, it's like it was really weird. So um, yeah, it was it was okay. just stupid. It was just so, really stupid. Fair. It would ended. It it ended through those you know reasons, uh, miscommunication or lack thereof. Uh, yeah. How about your second one? How old were you and where did you guys meet? My second one, I was eighteen, I think. Um, man, that was really weird too. I met her on Twitter actually. <laughs> okay, all right. I Which think is I'm starting super to see weird. I'm starting to see a theme here. <laughs> Isn't that weird? No, now that I think of it, I'm like, what the f like. Am I in a simulation or something? That you tell me. Weird, bro. How, why like, is that I weird? Met her, I met her from Twitter, but she lived very close. It wasn't like an internet relationship. She lived like a 15-minute oh. bike ride away. Um, and she had like in her bio, she had like gamer girl, but <laughs> she she never really gamed. Um, <laughs> How'd you find that out? How'd she catfish you on that? What, 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 I don't know. I just... Uh... Uh, you I played her in Smash her. and she chose Kirby? What? Tell me. Tell me how this went. I got I gotta say though, my my game with women was way better when I didn't have a clue what the fuck I was doing. Okay? Because I just slid in that girl's DMs and I think like one or two weeks later we went on a date. If I did right now I'm like 
hi and then uh she responds and i don't know what to respond and then it's over but back then when i was like clueless uh, i was the goat you know if, mm-hmm. if i could do this shit now god damn bro like nobody's woman would be safe for me <laughs> uh, anyways um yeah mm-hmm. so um her her dad was like a gamer like a gamer gamer he would always be gaming that was pretty cool but she she called herself a gamer girl but um i guess she was in that period of life where she transitioned socially um i got into a relationship with her um but it it, it felt very off um it felt like she was in it just to have fun i guess and to me i've even since i was young to me i've always been like if i get into a relationship with you it's to build something um and maybe maybe we break apart or it won't work but there's always going to be that incentive of okay we're going to be there for each other and we're going to build something um but at some point she just said like oh yeah i'm just uh, i don't know i'm just having fun uh, i don't know uh, and i was like what um couldn't you specify this beforehand but she didn't and we kind of just broke apart like that Dave, if I may ask, are you, are you slash were you looking for something in terms of like something traditional like marriage you know, or are we just talking about a long-term relationship? Yeah, something for life, whether it's marriage or not, just something for life. That's what I look for in a relationship. Okay. Um, and of course, like, yeah, like the first few weeks you meet someone, you're not going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to be with them for the entire life. But it's about the effort put in. It's about um, putting in the effort to be there for each other um, as if you were, you want to be there. You, you want to be with them for life. That's my philosophy behind relationships. You know, was that effort not for her? When, when she says just for fun, I'm going to I'm going to be a little naive. I'm I, am I thinking just the physicality of this relationship? What does just for fun look like? I don't know. I feel I feel like there was some ulterior motive of why she was in a relationship with me. Um I don't know exactly what. Um I was I didn't I didn't do any well, I did do some freaky shit, but I didn't lose my virginity to her. That was later. So it wasn't really about like it wasn't really like a casual relationship, but it, I don't know. It was really weird. She just told me like, um, I don't know. I just want to have some fun. Okay. I think she was just very confused about what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So there was like a connection, but she didn't really know what she wanted out of it. And that's how she uh, expressed herself. Like, it's, I don't really know. It's kind of interesting, like hearing this story because, it's, you know, usually the roles are reversed. The guy is always saying, I'm looking yeah. for something fun. And that's the stigma that society gives is the guy is looking for fun and the woman wants a longer term thing. To see this other side where the girl was just like, I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. And you're over yeah. here being like, actually, I, I really want to pursue something bigger and, and be more than just um, an item, but you know, an actual relationship is, is very interesting to watch. So, when you guys had that discussion where you're putting all the cards on the table and you know you guys are saying your piece you heard her say she's only in it for the fun you heard yourself say that you were actually wanting something more can you run through my uh, run through that conversation with us in terms of how you felt afterwards when everybody kind of knew where each other stood 
Uh, it was difficult. Um, but like, uh, I was very young, so I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Um, she was like, she was like the first person that I really felt like, uh, oh, I'm in love with her, which is like, it was more of an obsession than love. But mm -hmm. um, when you're young, that shit happens. It, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I felt hurt, but I didn't break it off. I don't know why. Um, but I didn't break it off. It was just like, okay, uh, we'll see, you know? And yeah. then, um, later on, I realized she was, um, she wasn't really genuine with me. She was like, so for example, um, we went to a house party, um, one of her, of one of her best friends. It was like a surprise party and I didn't know anyone there. I was like, basically the only one I knew was her. And her best friend because we hung out once. Okay. Um, and then at that house party, she was like, "There was this one dude." She told me earlier about him, like, "Oh yeah, he's my best friend." Uh, you know what? Yeah, mom, you know what? You know what's coming up? Bismarcky you know shit up. right there. Bismarcky shit. Do I have right to say there. more? Do I have to say yeah. more? <laughs> Please, I, I well, I want this. This is I want you to air out yourself. How do you feel about that when you found out? So you got the you got the best friend. That's my best friend treatment. Eventually, let me ask you, you found out. How did you find out that when she says you're just a friend kind of thing? Okay, so first she said he was my best friend. He's my best friend. Mm. There wasn't anything happening, at least in my in my con like conscious being. I didn't yes. know if there was anything happening. Maybe they were kind of flirting or whatever, but I didn't know. Um, then at some point... Um, he confessed his feelings towards her. Oh. Right? And she was like, oh, I have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then we went to the party, the house party, and there wasn't really anything like over the line, like obviously like she's cheating or maybe something else. But you know how you know what the thing is when girls like there's like, okay, so you're standing here, right? Yeah. Can you see me? You're standing here and She's like, oh, I'm going to go get another drink. And she goes to the kitchen. This guy is standing here. And she's like, hey. Oh, brother. Bro. Oh, That's brother. what was happening. Yeah, buddy. But two buddy, buddy. Exactly. Yeah, I got exactly. you. Like, I got hand you. on the back, you know. Mm -hmm. like, hmm. Oh, too much touching. That's too much. So, yeah. yeah. So I was like, after the party, I was like, okay, I'm not going to mention it right now. I'm you don't want to look home. like that guy, you know. You don't want to be the insecure exactly. guy because that's on our. Yeah, that's the other side of this. Exactly. So the next day we went home. I confronted her about it. She was like, oh, no, there's nothing going on. And then I was like, at some point within that week, I was like, you know what? This, I know what the fuck's going to happen. So I broke it off. There's no longevity anyway. So why would I stay with her? Wasting my time, wasting her time. So I broke it off. And then like a month later, they started a relationship. Yeah. So should have asked him. You should huh? have asked if it was just for fun. You should have asked the guy. This is a fun relationship or what's going on here? You know, whatever. That, that's the pettiness. That's the petty. That's petty. That's petty. But I'm sorry no, I cut you petty. off. It is what it is, man. That's just how, that's just how shit goes. Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel. I felt sad for about three days. Fair. That's a, that, and then okay. I was done. Yeah. Move on. So it's an experience. Every experience uh, can teach you something. That's was, just how I see it. Was the sadness because your intuition of those two was correct or was the sadness because you had broken up with her i think it was um 
I think it was just the whole situation of like wanting to be with someone and them not giving that same energy back. It was kind of the sadness. Like I really wanted it to be like this, but it turned out completely different because she was thinking it, thinking about it like that. But what mm. I learned from that is that communication is extremely fucking important in relationships. Yeah. Like if you want something casual or something, um, or if you go into a relationship knowing that it's not going to last per se, maybe it could, but that's not what you're thinking about. Um, you should kind of communicate that, right? So that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I got from it. All right, kind of. Let's move on to relationship. We're we're only halfway there. Relationship number three. Mm -hmm. That was my ex, my last ex. It was a long relationship, like three years, three and a half years, something like that. Almost four. How'd you guys meet? Um, there was a period in my life after after I fucked up in school all this time. Um, I was going to a lot of raves, like a lot of parties, drum and bass parties. And I met a lot of people from there. That's what kind of got me out of my social shell, like the social reject thing I had, this shell. Um, going to parties was kind of like how I broke out of it. And I met her at a party once and we just hit it off. And one of her friends was like, she kind of sensed that she liked me and I kind of liked her too, but I didn't know it yet. Um, and then she messaged me on Facebook. I was like, oh, we just talked a bunch. And we went to a party once. Um, I met her a couple of times and went to a party. Um, and then I slept at her place. Um, and yeah, it kind of went very natural. We nice. kind of rolled into it. Um, I'm, I'm like, I'm the kind of person that doesn't really make hard moves because I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. But um, I didn't need to do that because she was the one taking the hard moves. <laughs> so it was kind of nice. And then we just rolled into a relationship. It was pretty nice. Let's go into the honeymoon phase first before we get into the. Uh, when you were dating her, let's, let's also avoid all the physicality. Of course, we know you were attracted to her and all that, you know, physically and all that, but let's get into who she was as a person, you know, especially early on in the relationship. Uh, what was it like? What was, what were the things that you guys, uh, bonded over most and, and, you know, where did that relationship blossom? Uh, I guess is high accolade. Well, obviously music, because we went to drum and bass raves, parties, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's always nice to have some, some to have one thing in common, right? Um, but she was all she was also kind of like degenerate, like I was, like playing PUBG on Discord with her friends and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we kind of really cr- um, we're kind of like uh, in the same type of culture. Like uh, she wasn't really on Twitch, but. Just a gamer. She was a gamer. She liked this type of music. She liked to go to parties. She did basically the same shit I did in my free time. Oh. So it was very easy to um, to kind of bond with her because we had so much in common. Also, like fashion. I was starting to get into fashion. She was into fashion. Um, yeah, so we bonded really easily over that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it went very natural. We 
were very much the same in a lot of ways. But towards the end of the relationship, we found out we were very much the opposite in other ways. So let's let's go into there. All right. <clears throat> Where was the start of it all, of the decline? Where was that difference maker you found in each other? Um, it's kind of relatable to the last relationship we talked about. <laughs> The whole best friend stuff. Oh my God, um, we were very, we were very much the same in a lot of ways, but we were very much the opposite in different ways. For example, I, um, my, um, my diet was very unhealthy, right? And she was a vegan. She was oh. very much about, yeah, exactly. She wasn't very pushy about it. She hates pussy vegans, but she's. She doesn't really care much about the vegan stuff. She cares about the health stuff. She used to like read fucking uh, research papers, all that shit. She'd be really much into health. And I was the exact opposite. And I think at some point, there were like a lot of parts about me she really wanted me to change. Mm. And like I said earlier, um, if someone tries to force me to change, it's not going to happen. You got to give me some leeway. Um... So, for example, I'd be at her house and she'd be like, you know what? I'm going to cook today. I'm like, okay, fine. You want me to eat healthy? Cook something. But you know what she'd cook? She'd fucking cook uh, fucking vegetables too. Oh, that shit, my God. I'm sorry, but that shit's fucking gross to me. Yeah. You Vegetable know? stew? Yeah. That shit's fucking, uh, dude, that's gross, man. Come on, bake me something with tofu or something. If you want to, like, I don't mind eating vegan, you know, but yeah. it has to be tasty. Not fucking veggies and, like, some fucking, a little bit of soup. Like, that shit was disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry. She, she can cook great. She can cook good, but that shit was just fucking disgusting. And, like, simple things like that, if I wouldn't eat mm. that, she would get very mad at me. And she'd be like, um, like, her, what it felt like towards the end of the relationship is, like, her whole philosophy towards me was um uh fucking deal with it you're gonna do this deal oh, with it wow there was no there was there wasn't really any sort of communication there mm -hmm. so every time something like that would happen like oh you got you just gotta deal with it she just pushed me farther away and then at some point she'd beat her best friend um and she was um, to give a little bit of a backstory, she has like very clinical depression. So it, it was always very rough. Um, and when she was, when she'd be alone at night, she'd have like very bad nightmares and dissociation. Like her room, would, like her vision would like start going wonky and shit, like very heavy stuff. Right. Mm. Um, so she needed, she was very scared of being alone. Let's say it like that. And she met her best friend. And then at some point, Every time she'd be scared, she'd sleep at his place, right? Let me just breathe in. Breathe out. Take that in, guys. Take that in. So, and, yeah. you were, and you guys were together at this time. Let's make sure we... We, we, we were together. We were together. We were officially together. Um, and she would sleep over at her best friend's house because she was... Yeah. I, I can tell you I'm very confident she didn't cheat because I know she, she isn't a bad person. Let me tell you that. I never know. You know, we can never know until we know. Shorting his cat. True. But um, I'm pretty confident she didn't cheat. But there were periods 
um, where I was like, hmm. She would sleep at his place when she was scared. Um, and then later on, I found out she like cuddled with him while she was there. And I was like, hmm, isn't that a little bit weird if you're in a relationship with a guy? That you cuddle with another guy at night when you're sleeping with him? Hmm, that's kind of weird, right? Um, and she was like, oh, no, nothing's, there's nothing going on. And it's all good. But every time we'd be at a party and I talk to one of my female friends, <laughs> when we got home, she'd be like, oh, you like her, don't you? You like her, huh? So it was like a very, very unbalanced kind of relationship towards like, like if I had a certain relationship with someone that was female, I would always get shit, but she could sleep at a dude's house. And if I got mad, um, she'd be like, oh, deal with it because I'm depressed and I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. It was very, it wasn't very, I wouldn't say it was toxic, but. There's some, um, there's some level of manipulation going on. There's some level of toxicity going on. It's not. Yeah. I feel like I got guilt tripped into a lot of stuff. Yeah. And and the thing is, you may say that, you know, she wasn't cheating, but I think there are different forms. Like, this sounds like a different type of emotion. Oh, to me, cheating. it's cheating. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. We're on the same. Emotional we're on the same cheating, To me, it's cheating. Like, yeah. uh, she's, she's like when I think banking. back of it, when I think back of it, I should have told her, like, yo, this is not how I handle shit. Mm -hmm. It's over. But I didn't. Because oh, well, I was know, stupid. hindsight's twenty twenty at at that point. exactly. Yeah. So when you're yeah. living through it, it's tougher to to make that call. Especially you don't yeah. want to you don't want to lose it. You know you don't want to lose your relationship. You're gonna fight for it. Uh, yeah, we were in a relationship for like two years at that point. Oh, so it's yeah. like very hard to throw it away. Yeah. But so, that's how kind of how it went. And then um, I gave her an ultimatum. An ultimatum like um, either you stop sleeping at his house or it's over. Because I was like, uh, I can't do this shit anymore. I kind of understood the situation. There's, there's a lot of nuance yeah. that can't be really explained in an interview like this because there's a lot of shit going on in the background. Of course. But um, I was like, yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. And then she stopped doing that. But at that point, we we're already drifted away so much that our annoyances only grew bigger. So she was always like... Uh, Anytime she didn't like anything about me, she was like, you got to change this uh, or deal with it. So there was like no communication, I felt like. And every time I was annoyed by something she did, she was also like, well, this is who I am. So deal with it. So I was very conflicted. Like, am I the only one that has to deal with it? Um, so at some point I was just like, I kind of... I kind of grew apathic. Like I didn't really care as much about shit because the more I cared about shit, the more I get hurt. And then at some point it was like, it was over. It is that, what it is. That being your longest relationship to, to that time, you know, how, how long did it take for you to get over it? How long did it take for you to move on? Um, I'd say about five months. Damn, Something like you, that. You guys, I don't know how you do this so quick. It that that's that's impressive. Um. Well, the first three months, um, I was basically an alcoholic. <laughs> I was just drinking every day, and then at some point, I was like, you know, this gotta stop. Um, and then the last two months, I was very, um, I just self-reflected a lot, I guess, 
and I realized that um, there are a lot of things that I did wrong. So like in interviews like this, when you explain it, it's almost as if the other person was always wrong. But I was yes. wrong in, in a lot of ways too. Um, like I didn't put in, enough effort into the relationship. It, it's um, it's kind of a snowball effect, right? So uh, I, I feel like people that always blame their relationship problems on their partner, I feel like they're usually the one that needs some work done. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people that always blame others for their misfortunes. Uh, what's what's the saying? Um, if everywhere you go smells like shit, maybe the sh- maybe the shit's under your shoe. Oh, I've maybe not heard that one. one before, but yeah, I I, I understand like what that. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had a lot of self-reflecting to do, um, and I realized that a lot of shit I did wrong too, and kind of thinking about what I did wrong and what I could do better in the future, it kind of gave me motivation. So it made me easier to get over it because if it's over, it's over. Um, and you can't change, you can't change the person you've been in a relationship with after it's over, but you can change yourself. So I kind of used that as motivation. And then a couple months later, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. You know, that's also stoicism has helped me a lot thinking about stoicism, like anything that's out of your power. um, Try not to worry about it, but try to worry about the things that are in your power. And I can honestly say breaking up with her it sounds very bad, but it's the best thing—the best thing that happened to me. I don't think so that's bad far. at all. I don't think that's bad at all. You know, sometimes no, it's actually there, but it sounds bad. I guess. Okay, I see your point. Yeah, I see your point. That makes sense. It's not necessarily because of her, because it sounds like you're putting all of like this on saying, exactly. Oh, yeah, it, it sounds like you're saying, oh, this chick is so fucking evil. Like, mm-hmm. breaking up with her is the best thing that ever happened. But it's not like that. She was a good girl. She was, like, great. But it's just the situation of things mm-hmm. made uh, it like that. And and that's your most... That's the last relationship, correct? That's the last relationship. We broke up around... It was while the COVID shit was happening already. So I'd, I'd say, like, around May, maybe? May, mm-hmm. April? I can't remember. So Something like that. So then let's get to your present, okay? Get to your present life and relationship. Would you say you're ready to jump back into that pool of dating, of talking to someone, or are you still taking your time and enjoying where you're at in life? I cannot tell if he's frozen or not, I'll be honest with you. This is actually the best. If he's staying frozen, I swear... To the Lord that this is. <laughs> Dave, please. I need this answer. I need it. He's too stoic. He's too. Are you, are you fucking me right now? Do I got to. This is. That was a good fucking delivery. Hold on. Let me actually check. I swear to the Lord. At least it's, yeah, it's true. It's actually a really good freeze frame, to be honest. Can we, can someone screenshot this shit? This is actually a very, this is pristine. This is a new emote. The new thinker. Well, if I have to look back in my bag of nomables, if I have to go look at the weed that's on my parents' dining table, I would be perplexed to say, all right, one second, guys. I'm going to change the screen. 
Hello? No, he's not. He's not answering. Let me uh let me change the screen real quick just so no DMs are leaked. God. Oh yeah, he dipped out. Fuck his internet DC. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, Dave. It's fine. You ready? I'm still I'm just waiting. Wow, and here we are. And here we are again, guys. Hey, to whoever my editor is that's going to have to piece this together, I apologize for having to do this two times in a row. All right, guys. Jeez Louise. I was just getting into the good shit. I was leaning into the good shit for this one. We still got nine hours, Mom. So true. <laughs> we still. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. We got nine hours. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right? We still got a whole other nine hours. Honestly, I'm, I'm somewhat feeling the fatigue. Maybe it's the lack of food. I'm scared if I eat too much, too, I'll get too sleepy. But... You handle it so well, though. Eh, it is what it is. It's not as bad as the when my internet crashed because of the storm that was happening in Washington State. But it's like, you know, life happens. This is part of live streaming. Uh, <laughs> I just hope that he can get his stuff together uh, because uh, I was enjoying. I was enjoying his presence. I was enjoying the stories he had. Dave is is blowing me out of the water in terms of, uh, especially you guys. You guys got to realize this is not his first language. It's not his native language. So for him to eloquently speak about his life for, what, three hours, two and a half hours, is pretty damn impressive. I was, I, I've been impressed. Um, I'm so, he's, now he's apologizing. I'm so sorry. You ain't got to worry about it, dude. Um, we will remember you, Dave. Remember me. Uh, uh, my internet went out restarting his router. All right, he's restarting his router. Uh, moms, how are you feeling three hours in a little, I'm not going to lie. Like usually when I'm up this early, this is around the time I'm, I'm asleep. This is, this is the time that I'm usually taking a nap. Dave is so deep, bro. She's beautiful. He is guys. There's much more to me. CI than, than transformers over here, man. He's got a lot going on in his life and it has been my honor to be able to put that on a plate for you all and, and have that digestible. Is it remember me? I had to say goodbye, remember me. Na 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 That's gonna be the last time I ever stream. You'll you'll hear that song. I promise you. That's because I. The thing is, I haven't cried at a movie in a while, and that one got to me because my grandma also had dementia. And so I remember, like, the last days. Wow, I don't know where this story... This story's coming out of fucking left field, and I'm going to make myself cry. But, like, um, uh, I related to that movie so much because, like, you know, the, the grandma's kind of losing touch with reality, and she's growing old. She lived a great life. Um, but... All right, spoiler alert for anyone that's watching that, that movie. Um, but, like, that, that song really hit. That hit different. Um, than any other Pixar song or Disney song, just because that was like, it's so true. Music is one of the, it's similar to smell, it's one of the things that correlates to memories. And so having seen the grandma sing that, it reminds me of my grandma when she used to sing uh, when I was a kid. There are songs that she, that I still think about to this day. God, that, like I'll be doing laundry and it'll just come up in my mind. Ah, uh, no, it's too corny. It's the theme song to Wow Wow. We only Filipinos would know this one. Moms, did you come up with your Twitch name? I came up, my original name was Moms for Christ. 
And then I realized Moms for Christ is not brandable. So I changed it to Moms Online. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, I love Coco. Oh, my gosh. Say why? I'm sorry I'm making everyone cry early afternoon. All right? Taking you to church. Please, Mom. Zuck. Zuck over here is taking naps at 6, 7 p.m.? Seems a little inappropriate. I'm muting. Why? No. Uh, when Dave started talking about salt and pepper, I started singing push it. Bomp, 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 bomp. Ah, true. True. I like it. Cursor. Yo, it's Daily. Welcome to the show. Thanks for the follow, man. Appreciate it. Um, dude, Soul was a good movie. I have to. This girl, Ashley, that I've been talking to was like, you need to watch Soul. And I was like, don't you mean we need to watch Soul? And then she said, no, you need to watch Soul. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, right. hey, thanks, Ashley. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Ashley, for telling me I need to watch Soul. Vicks Vapor Rub. That's so... <gasps> Pity, I forgot. You're Filipino. Oh, my gosh. That, you've hit a note. You hit a damn note, Pity. Oh, my gosh. So true. She used to rub Vicks Vapor Rub all over my, uh, all over my back whenever I was sick. Be putting Vicks Vapor Rub on my chest. Hey, there we go. The Filipinos are coming out of lurk. It's 2... 40 a.m. here, man. Sinbad. I appreciate you spending time with us, though. Especially supporting Develi, man. That was His story's so good right now. I'm hoping he can hop back on. Hey, yo. Love the Steve Har Steve Harvey? What are you talking about? What do you mean you love the Steve Harvey? Who's Steve Harvey? I mean, I know who Steve Harvey is, but where does that come from here? I got home at... Oh. Hello? Hello? Yo, we're back. All right. Oh, Christ. Dude, Reveal yourself. Shit out of me. I'm so sorry, dude. Holy no, God. don't worry about it, dude. Don't worry about it at all. I'm not even gonna tell the editor to cut anything out. I think there was some good. There was some good bits. Okay, uh, good, 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 good. good. bit. I'm just catching up on chat. So good, Pixar film. Yeah, Pix paper up and seven up. Oh my gosh. Oh, we got to talk about this in a bit, Pity. Just give me until the end of this, and we'll talk about that. Holy shit. All right, he's back. Let me switch over the streams once more. There he is. Oh shoot. Don't look at the nudes I send him. All right, there it is. All right, take a seat, Develi. Take a fucking seat. <laughs> I'm feeling myself, man. Come on. Yeah, I can feel. I, I can tell. I can tell how the drinks over here. This man's a not one sip of water this whole interview, but he's got all the beers in the world. He got moves. True. True. Leaked. I know. Oh. Fuck. I'm canceled. I'm done, guys. All right, Mr. Develi. Mr. Develi. The question we left upon. All right, the cliffhanger, which, by the way, such a good clip of you being frozen. The perfect placement of you. You literally went like this. You had what? your, like, thinking photo. Oh, it was the coolest thing. It was the coolest thing. Anywho, we'll get okay. on that in a bit. That might be, you might want to toss that as one of your BTTV emotes. Um, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> My question was about your current state of the union, the current state of the union of, of your romantic relationships. Do you feel like right now you are in the place to... Uh, jump back into that dating pool again, or do you want to? Are you, or are you just enjoying the single life and and not really bothered by any of that? Um, whenever I'm in a good state of mind, I'm always ready to get back into a relationship. I guess. Um, I'm not. I never feel like I have to, but when I'm in a good state of mind, I can always. Um, there's always an opportunity. I don't, I've never really had anything casual or anything. So I don't know if that fits with me. I think I'm a very affectionate person. So I think I thrive in relationships mm. for the most part. 
and right now i'm to me it feels like i'm the happiest i've ever been which is crazy in the whole covid days but that's what i feel like so if anything comes my way um and it could turn into something serious i'm always ready for it awesome uh, i'm gonna ask you what's your type what's your type mr Develli? uh physical wise or mentally wise both or both um i feel like i i feel like i fall for tall brunettes the most often <laughs> um it's okay physically um uh, like i can get into the details details you know you know what i mean like their bodies and stuff but okay. <laughs> relax um, buddy <laughs> i think i can guess but all right okay what's your guess give me your guess huh <laughs> you put me in the spot. Give me your guess. Uh, I wonder. Uh, someone, I think the best part would probably be the best correlation would be a Bella Porsche. I think that's what you always talk yeah. about. So whatever measurement she's got is around the same yep. ballpark, correct? Small to medium front bumper. Um, front uh, bumper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boobies. Okay, small to medium right, boobies. Thank you. That's what I mean. All right. Okay. All right. Thank um, you. I don't like the whole hype around big asses nowadays. Like it just looks weird to me. Like the the proportions and stuff. I like a, I like when they physically have good proportions. So it okay, looks norm so normal, right. I guess. Proportions. I mean, it has to look like uh, some nice curves and stuff, but. Uh, it has to look normal. It doesn't. It shouldn't look like it was created in a lab. That's what I'm trying to say. That's um, fair. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I don't like the whole like manufactured like get surgeries and stuff. Just be who you are and. Yeah, I love the natural look. It's like even with when, makeup. Do you feel about that? Um, I don't mind when people wear makeup, but oh, I always prefer like. Hmm, how do I explain this? I've tried to explain this to multiple people. It's hard to, to put into words. It's like um, sometimes women look better with makeup, but when they look when they look natural, they look worse, right? But it looks better to me. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It's, yes. it's very yes. hard to put into words. Yes. I just, you know, you probably should have started with the better one. <laughs> you should have started with that yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> when you... <laughs> you're going to get me killed is, here, all right? We did such a good job at not getting canceled. And then, boom, romantic. I uh, want her front bumper has to be uh, proportionate. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. I don't... Uh, like, for it's me, it's like... Always. It doesn't take much for me to be physically attracted to someone, but it depends on how they are personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's well, let's get into that. You you let's talk about the personality of the person that you're attracted to. Um, I like uh, I love people that are kind to people generally, like even when they don't know them. Um, I don't trust people that are like really kind to people they know, but then they're like dickheads to people they don't know. I just don't trust them. Yeah. Um, so they have to be kind. You have to be loyal, huh? all the basic stuff, like every every person in a relationship should be loyal and all that stuff. Um, I think they um, they should be assertive in some way. I don't like people that are passive or like women that are passive. 
I don't, I don't like, like it at all. Like, huh, just do it. I, I want them to have like their personality of their own and I don't want them to back down of their own personality. I like them to be considerate and to be, uh, to have the ability to compromise, but you have to have your own personality. You shouldn't be constantly adjusting yourself to someone else. I don't like that stuff. And they have to have the same humor. Definitely. And what humor is that? Um, Pretty dark. <laughs> Pretty dark, degenerate humor. Uh, I mean, uh, fucking Patrice O'Neill and Joey Diaz are my favorite comedians, so uh, it's <laughs> that should be enough. Yeah. Um, I don't. They think shouldn't I've seen be a lady like both of those comedians. <laughs> yeah, they like the extremes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they shouldn't. They shouldn't really get offended quick. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. All right. They should be open-minded, open for everything, even when it's offensive or whatever, or, you know? Have you, are you open to the idea of meeting someone through Twitch? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm open for anything as long as the person is like really nice Yeah. and like true. fits my, my personality. Then it's like, it's whatever. Would you be willing to do distance with the lady too? Um, I'd be willing to do that mm. if you if I really hit it off. Um, but there has to be some type of. It has to be like, I can't live long distance for a long period of time. There has to something has to happen. If you know what I mean. <laughs> You're going to explode. Yeah, like, I got you. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, no, no, not necessarily that, but <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, but it can't be, it can't be digital for too long. You know, there has to be some kind of plan of like coming together for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah, of course. You know, the physicality, and we're not even talking sexual, we're talking like even just seeing that person in person, like in, in real life, yeah. and being able to exactly. go on dates and whatever. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Develli. All right. We're moving on to the to the last big segment of the evening. I appreciate you sharing all that stuff with your life story, man. You had a lot. You had a lot of good stuff, and I was gassing you up when you were gone, telling them like you, you had mentioned earlier. This isn't your first language, and so for you to be mm-hmm. hanging in there with the best of them, you know, I've done this fifty-one times now with you, uh, in terms of being fifty guest number fifty-one. Yeah. And you know. It's the it's you're 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 with the best of them. You 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 you've held your own, and you've been able to be really open and honest with not just myself, but everyone that's been watching. But we are getting into the community questions segment. Oh God! Um, so over the course of this afternoon, um, people have been sending in questions. I am gonna try my best to go to the top, and I'm going to read them aloud to you now. Uh, before I do that, I do have to go use the restroom one more time. Is that all right with you? Can you handle yourself? All right. Yes. All right. I do went to have... the restroom when my internet was down. Uh, no so wonder. It took a little more. bit longer. It took a little bit longer. Okay. Sounds good. Makes sense. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. No, I'm joking. I'll be right back. All right. I'm canceled. Fuck you, Fraser. Suck my dick. I look like a little boy without makeup. Sometimes looking like a little boy without makeup. Uh, so... Some men appreciate that more than you caked up. Gas, don't forget that. Don't ever get with a dude that only likes you when you have makeup on. And that's on baby. That's facts. You saw the new Corinna cough post? Nico, I'm not going to watch that right now. I'm going to flip my desk over with my fucking boner, bro. 
Hi guys, Big Mac, yo, Big Mac, yo, Malik, yo. This is going a lot easier than I thought. I thought I was gonna have a three-hour-long panic attack. I'm about to block Alex on Twitter. Hi Peyton. Hi Peyton. When he was talking about getting with a girl with a long relationship, was he talking about you, Peyton? Because for you, I'm willing to risk it all. No cap. No cap. I'm about to block Alex. Okay. <laughs> You're natural at this, Aki. You kind of fall into it. I feel like I'm rambling a lot. Does it does it feel like that to you guys? I feel like I'm rambling a lot. I feel like I'm talking for 30 minutes straight and I'm rambling. I feel like that a lot of times. In a lot of the way it fits. Okay, good. Moms love that. Yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. It's just who I am. Shit? Are you guys talking shit? What? Um, no, they're not talking shit. They're not talking shit. Oh. Oh, you are you talking? Oh no, I love that. That's that you make my job easier, dude. Especially knowing that this is 12 hours long. You you are, you're helping True. me you're helping me survive. As a matter of fact, I chose the t uh, later on this evening. I chose the most two talkative people to be on the network, so they're going to be carrying the whole fucking show. I'm not going to be saying a fucking word at the end. Exactly. You think I I, I 86 the you original have made on. You should have <laughs> made on. You just be well, playing World of Warcraft. Well, uh, that's the thing. That's the thing. I don't know. Nate and Cursor <laughs> Cursor's just over there just. Playing with his fucking toothbrush that he has on his desk. What a Dude, his Yoshi coin. <laughs> he gives chat like a 30 minute presentation about his Yoshi coin and how he's going to make money off of it. And you're like, okay, well, let me just take a little nap, you know? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> the show. Dude, we got a lot. See, he's playing with it right now. Yeah, a fucking pervert over here. Let's, um, let's get into <laughs> okay. these questions here. I will say this. I'm going to preface it. All right. Um, uh, some of these aren't even questions, but I will read them to you uh, out of respect. Um, I was expecting that. As a, and, and the thing is, you know, you may react to those ones. You may pass any question. You may whatever you want to do with the question. That's all totally fine. All right. So let's start off yep. from the top here. It says, Dave, I wish I could pop by your streams more, even though you say I already do. But you got this and I enjoy watching your streams. Love you. Uh, now, moms, I want you to Big wave Mac. at Dave and say, "Peepo, hey." Gonna happen. Oh, that's Cass. That's definitely Cass. That's definitely that's Cass. Cass. I that love Cass. I know. Honestly, I've I've yet to hear like a bad remark. Everyone, and it's crazy the range of streamers that she's she watches because everyone universally like Cass is the like the, she's an ideal watcher. Like she teaches. She's people. a beacon of light. That's how I. That's how I see her. <laughs> Amongst all like, the assholes here, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the fucking the bottom of but the it's barrel. Not, <laughs> it's not just to me when I stream; it's to everyone. She greets everyone. Yeah, it's just a uh, uh, like positivity in the chat. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. It's. Refreshing. I also like how she's being how she's in VC more and like Nate's Discord and cozy. I like, haven't actually talked to her in real life. I, I, I next time I see you guys at cozy, I'll I'll, I'll pop in uh, and and mute myself so i don't say anything but i'll yeah just join in but sometimes there's like fucking 12 people in there and even i get fucking that's why i don't do it that's why i don't join it's because there's literally yeah. so many of you and i get way too like overwhelmed with like holy shit there's gonna be so many inside jokes i have no idea what they're gonna be saying um anyway oh, you'll catch on to it quick don't yeah. worry yeah do you uh dave do you like uh other alcohol uh oh i'm sorry do you like any other alcohol but that belgian beer that you were drinking what? Okay. Do you like any other alcohol? Is is the question? Uh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I love whiskey. Um, 
yeah, I really like whiskey. Um, other than that, it's to be honest, mm. I like a lot of alcohol as long as, long as it gets me drunk. You know, <laughs> I don't like tequila. I don't like tequila and vodka. I think those oh, are why? fucking disgusting. Really? I, I don't know. It's just tasteless. Maybe I just had. Uh, maybe I haven't had good vodka, vodka or tequila. But Fair. tequila um, is like that's a you know, that one. I need a mask the most. Most. Yeah, is definitely. Fine. Yeah, I can't. That drinking that straight up is that's poison. Um, yeah, that's just death. Is I'm what it is. I'm gonna read this once, and if I ever see this again, I'm not reading this. And it's uh, these nuts. So let's get that one out of the way. Of course. Chris. Hey, cursor, cursor, cursor! Look at this. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I can't. I cannot be bothered reading a million these nuts, guy, because I know when it rains, it pours. And once you ask one of those questions, then a million come in of that. Yeah. Um, here's something, bro. Let me say something. Besides Dave uh, coming on here, let's just notice something. Uh, moms, this guy, this guy has a water bottle. Elephant. Okay. Fucking Nate. I know this is Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nate's here? I, well, he was at the beginning. He's at work. But I'll read out his bullshit thing. He goes, bro, let me say something. Besides Dave coming on here, let's just notice something. Moms, dot, 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 this guy. This guy has a water bottle, elephant trunk, iced tea can, lobster tail of a cock. I can just tell you right oh, that's now. Nice. That's 100%. That's lobster tail cock is one of the funniest things I've heard in a while. And the, who the fuck says that, bro? I, that's some pervert shit, dude. Nate's, Nate's got this pent-up thing, I, dude, and it's Nate, genius. Nate always says he's not down bad. Dude, that guy's straight up fucking lying mm -hmm. through his teeth, bro. This oh, guy's yeah. down bad so oh, hard. Yeah. Oh, he's and been thinking was... about dicks. Mm -hmm. and that's how down bad he is I, it was projected through minx i could i could feel uh, that energy of him <laughs> trying to like he was literally screen by screen next to her and he was radiating this horny energy of like he's trying not to to <laughs> to uh get on that other screen anywho this next one here dave i i'm trying to understand this one again it's probably with your beer are you from belgium because what the fuck do you because how the fuck do you have belgian beer question no, I'm from the Netherlands, but we have a lot of Belgian beer in our in our supermarkets. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, a lot of Belgian beer. Belgian beer is really good, but it's kind of strong. It's like mm -hmm. 8%, but yeah, we have a lot of Belgian beer in the Netherlands. I mean, it's our neighboring country, so it's obvious. It's very easy to import. So Uh when is Bella Porch going on stream? <laughs> Uh, when she responds to my DMs, so that's like never. Did ask? Okay. Did you DM her? Um, no, I tweeted at her once. I tweeted "I love you" with th three exclamation marks, and she liked it. And I was on top of the world. And then later on, I checked the tweet, and she unliked it. So fuck you, Ooh. Bella Ports. Madison Bear is my new girlfriend. Fuck you, Bella Ports. I hope you see this. Fuck you. She hit you with the unlike. That's so. Oh my gosh. Because imagine she had to go back to do that. That's an extra effort. That's I don't know. I don't know what happened, bro. Uh, just uh, she's not my girlfriend anymore. I don't know what people say, but crazy. Uh, I'll read one of these again. Like I said, only one. Uh, what are your thoughts on Joe Gondis? Who the fuck? Okay, that was Fra was that Fraser? Brother. Fraser, if you heard this, fuck you, Joe. Gag on this dick, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. There's no respect in these questions. <laughs> There's no respect. <clears throat> For sure, Fraser. That's Fraser. Um, 
Okay. Okay. Listen to th- this is see I think a lot of the community questions also give me an input on who you're attracting. Who would ask this question? Have you put lotion on your dick prior to this stream? Oh my gosh. Like No, that's a meme. That's a meme. That's uh, a meme. I, there's like this meme video of this guy saying I got lotion on my dick. I'm stroking my shit. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. I'm stroking. I'm horny as fuck, man. I'm a freak man. It's also one of my channel point rewards. I'm stroking my shit. See, everybody fucking knows. Everybody that joined my stream knows. Uh, no, I don't have lotion on my dick. I don't use lotion. Uh, I just spit on it. So next. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes you got to let the silence speak for itself. You, you got to let the silence. Speak. Not enough people allow silence to sit. Um, Dave, how down bad are you? It depends on the day. Okay, I'm not that horny anymore. I'm just lonely, okay? I just want someone to cuddle with and watch Studio Ghibli movies with. Ooh. But I would also like to stick it in sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like to stick it in sometimes. <laughs> it's, not just, it's not just about the sex, you know? It's, I think sex is very important in relationships. And mm-hmm. I think it's the most fun time you can have with a person the most passionate time if it's passionate but that's not everything uh, a relationship is you know i don't want to imagine though i don't want to imagine you Develi, sticking it in during fucking my neighbor totoro like that's just not <laughs> no, no 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 hold up if there's a ghibli if there's a fucking ghibli movie on i'm not yeah. sticking it in before it's over because i'm watching Fair. this shit with all my fucking attention because Fair. studio ghibli are the fucking goats true okay? have you watched them all no, I'm planning on it. I'm planning Bro. on do, watching a Ghibli movie in Discord every week. That's what oh, so. I've been watching. I'm, I'm, I kind of gave up on it, but like I'm trying to get back into it. I've been watching like similar to you once a week, and uh, there's still some that are there's just so fucking good. And the soundtrack. I've been listening to the soundtrack of Studio. Oh, Ghibli. the soundtrack's so oh good, so good. We watched, um, we watched Castle in the Sky last mm, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good, but compared to the other ones I've seen, it was a little bit mediocre. Um, I mean, you have yeah, to. we've seen House House Moving Castle is really that good, classic. But my my favorite is still Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah, number one, hundred percent, number one. I think number three might be mm, two or three is Spirited Away for me. I love uh, yeah. that's just nostalgic. But um, I'm still trying to find that one with the Porco the the pig flight. Porco guy. Rosso. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. still need to watch that one. I hear it's a dark one, and I'm I'm, I'm in for it. Um. Uh. Then you have the uh, witch's uh, delivery service. Uh. One. Oh yeah, Kiki's a, delivery service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to watch um, that one. There's so many good ones. All right. Anyways, this is becoming a whole other podcast. All right. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that, that one's there. Um. True. Uh, Dave, uh, do you like piercings? Nope. Oh, why? I don't know. I guess I'm just. I just like things being natural. I don't know. I don't like piercings at all. I don't like nipple piercings. I don't like nose piercings, lip piercings. I don't like any of them. Yeah. I like tattoos though. Tattoos are cool. But mm. um But how can you well isn't aren't they essentially the same things in terms of natural? Um no, because I feel like piercings add something to your body and um tattoos do that too, but it's it's literally on your skin. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but um like i love art when it's art on a body i love it but piercings i feel like metal metal on a body just doesn't really 
Um, it doesn't hit the same. It's not the yeah. It's something yeah. that's yeah. I got that. Uh, why? Okay, <laughs> that's just rude. Why is Dave so tall and strong and handsome? That is just. I don't know. I was just born. Uh, I was just born this way. I don't know. Ask my DNA, bro. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what this even means, so excuse me if I'm saying something rude, but like this question says, "Do you ever hear the tr did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise?" Darth Plagueis? Yeah, do you are you Monk. familiar with this? I know Darth Plagueis. It's a, it's a fucking it's a Star Wars reference. I can't re I can't remember what the fuck it's about. Let me <laughs> Someone asking bro. a very specific question. <laughs> Tell Plague me when you were born. Dark Plague is from the Old Republic, right? It's not a story to chat. Okay, these fucking a bunch of fucking nerds in chat, bro. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, fucking yeah, dorks here. Oh well, apparently Darth Maul is actually the. Yeah, I don't. I didn't fucking ask. Um, oh no. All right, moving on. I have no on. idea. Oh. <laughs> uh, since you did, oh, where do you see yourself in ten years? <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a difficult question because I I'm not really someone that adheres to plans. Um, so it could be anything. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Will I be on Twitch? I don't know. In ten years, maybe, but I don't know. Um, I kind of see myself doing some entrepreneurial shit. Maybe um. Uh, having my own photography company maybe uh, i've been thinking about starting an e-commerce company this year actually um it could be anything actually uh, it's probably going to be creative or e or some type of business that's mm. what i see myself doing in 10 years I like that uh I know you mentioned this, but maybe it's someone who wasn't here for it. Uh, too long didn't read version. Why did you stop cutting tomatoes? Because I had to wake up early as fuck. It, dude, it was like heavy, heavy fucking physical labor. Mm -hmm. And um, the pay for it just wasn't enough. Because when you're 14, 15 years old, you get paid like, like five euros an hour, which is like six to six and a half dollars. Like it's it's not worth it waking up at six a.m. for that much money. That's true. It's just not worth it on a Saturday fucking morning too. I'm like hell no, fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the biggest? Ooh, I might save this question for later too for the other show. But what is your biggest life lesson learned the hard way? The hard way. Oof. Damn. I feel like I haven't really had any hard hardships in my life, to be honest. Hmm, I have to think about that. The biggest life lesson learned the hard way. Anal? Fuck off, Peyton. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. Well um, well What's the question again? Can you, can you rephrase it? What is it? I mean... What is your big? What is your biggest life lesson learned the hard way? What's a lesson you learned in life, uh, but you had to go through it rather than being told like, "Oh, you shouldn't do this." Um, I might say the hardest lesson learned is um, keep like your obligations 
you have to do your obligations. Now that I live by myself, I started living by myself like half a year ago. Um, it's very easy when you live at home to just fuck off and quit your job and do this and that because, you know, there's a support structure above you easily. Like, you, there's no way you're going to be homeless if you live at home. But now it's like the, the hardest, I think the hardest thing I've learned from living on my own is budgeting my money, which yeah. is what I'm working on right now. Um, so I made a budget plan. I want to pretty much live like a hobo the next two years, save a lot of money and then invest it. I think that's the hardest lesson I've learned. You can't just spend all your fucking money when you live by yourself because you're going to, you might, you might be able to pay your bills paycheck to paycheck, but you know, when your fucking washing machine breaks down and you don't have money to fix it, that's a tough one, you know, or, or when fucking, uh, you know, I use my PC all the time. What if my PC breaks down right now and I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I have no money saved up. Hey, goodbye streaming, goodbye uh, Discord, goodbye all my internet friends. So it's very, I think it's a it's a lesson that hasn't been hard yet because nothing has gone wrong, but mm. it, it is something I've learned from just watching my money, I guess. There's a realization too, like, you know, when you're out of the nest, when you don't have that net, and it's not saying yep. that like they're not going to help you if you were to hit rock bottom, but like, you know, you want to try to give it a go on your own. When you don't have that that visible net, at least uh, things are tough, and and the buck stops with you. And like you said, like these perks that you have in your life can easily be taken away uh, without yep. finances. You know, I I hate to admit it. That's why like people are like I don't do things. Uh, I, I what was it? I guess they just don't understand the value of money. They're willing to be like, oh, whatever. You know, money doesn't have value, and, and it's like. Or money I just want to live life. Exactly. I live in the now. Yeah, but when you're a fucking homeless in two years, <laughs> it's mm. not going to be fun living in the now. You got to be responsible in some way. Exactly. And I think that's a harsh reality. A lot of these eighteen to twenty-two year olds are are realizing yeah. very quickly. Um. So fuck them. And you know, I'm joking. I'm sorry. Yeah, anyway. But no, it seems like you're doing a good job with it. I, I like that you, you're, you're able to balance your personal life and Twitch too. Um, that's really cool. That's something that I'm trying to like, I, I'm also in that same wavelength of, all right, it's time to get out in the real world and be back to pursuing jobs. And whether that be work remote or, or IRL, that's a whole thing to be discussed. But it, it's definitely, that's an adult move being able to balance all this stuff. Um, Dave, okay. Dave, I know a person I can hook you up with. Their name is Moms Online. What an asshole. Just relax. Um, I'm not gay, but Moms is handsome. There it is. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first. And this is the only place you're going to hear it. Let's go with this next one. It goes, yo, I stayed up on a school night just to watch this interview and show love to you. Habib. Habibi? Habib? Um, oh, that's Malik. Yeah. Thank oh, you for brightening up my days. I love you on Allah heart. Uh, I love you too, Malik. Really nice. Love that. XQCL. Love that. <laughs> uh, Malik the goat. <laughs> Next one says, Dave, you're such a genuine soul. Uh, we don't talk too much, but your presence is notable. You're amazing, my friend. I Stop, stop. Who is that? That one's not. A lot of these are anonymous, dude. I, I couldn't even tell you unless they wrote their name or they save it. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I've, I've learned that many people will be more willing to speak their, their heart or troll um, 
<laughs> with this anonymous thing. So it's a it's a it's a give take kind of thing. Um, I appreciate that. That's very kind. I don't know how to react to that kind of stuff. No. I'm very I'm just very take it in. Take just take it in. That's that's the best <laughs> thing I can tell you. There's a lot of kindness that comes in this segment. So just I would say, say your thank yous and and we'll keep it keep it going there. Um, what do you think about your good friends you've met online? That's a very general question. Is that a question someone sent in? Yeah. Something that's... Um, dude, uh, dude, they got me through this fucking COVID shit, bro. Like, that's just, that's just it. Like, everyone. Every, oh, my mic. Oh, good, Everybody that I... All my viewers. Oh, viewers. Um, I can't even call them viewers. They're just all my friends, pretty much. I talk to them on a day-to-day basis. Um... I love them all like they're normal friends, not just online friends. Um, I want them all to succeed. Um, I just, they're like, I'm pretty close with all of them. Even, even the people I don't talk to that much. Um, I still, fuck you, Nico. Yeah, dude, I ignore everyone's DMs. Fuck you. <laughs> but I still love you, Nico. Like I still want <laughs> you to succeed. You know? Trying to reel it back in. He's like, oh, I got to be wholesome, though. Uh, but I love you. Well, fuck yeah, off, yeah. Nico. Uh, my, Discord, my, my, my reacting to Discord DMs doesn't, uh, doesn't mean I don't love you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I just forget a lot of times. I'm very, I'm very, I have a very bad memory, okay? That, that might be because of me smoking weed every day from mm-hmm. the age of 16 to 20 every day, you know? But, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I love them all. I I want them all to succeed. Um, they're all just good friends of me. They've helped me through this whole COVID period. Hmm. Um, just by being there, um, I'm the type of guy that can just appreciate people on their on their presence. I don't really ask much from people. Just kind of just being there, conversating with me, being there, uh, watching my streams, um, laughing at me when I do stupid shit online okay um even that's appreciated nico i've known you for like five years already come on man uh yeah that's it uh is there anything you want to improve on right now Jeez, hey improving never stops baby but um i'm in a good mental space what i want to improve on right now is being more consistent with my stream uh schedule wise um, because of my fluctuating uh, sleep schedule, and um, I gotta be less lazy. And I've been getting better at that because I've had more stuff to do, like the podcast and all that stuff. It kind of forces you to do stuff. So I've been getting less and less lazy, but I want to take more. Um, I want to take more action. I want to put my life in my hands, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. Instead yeah. of winging it. I like that. Uh, this one's more of a comment. It goes, Dave, you are a really good person, and I'm glad I've had you as a friend because you always get me through. Because you always get me to keep pushing. Stop thinking about dumb shit and help motivate your friends. Love you to Mars and back. Buzz. You guys, do you guys want me to cry or something? That's the point. That's how that's how these shows go. All right, they're loaded. Uh, Who was that? 
I couldn't even, even if I wanted to tell you, even if I wanted to, I couldn't tell you. Oh, I fucking hate that about this segment, bro. Hey, hey, just take it. Hey, that's how it way. Hey, that's what it is. It is what it is. Because now, at the very least, like you have this knowledge that this is what the person thinks of you. You just don't know who's saying it. It was actually all of us. We've all been saying it. Um, here, here are two very big ones, too. And I think these are the ones we'll cap on. First one says, thank you for being you. I know how hard it could be sometimes finding the, quote, who you are on the internet, and some people end up forcing something unreal. Some persona, they want to appeal to their audience. It means a lot knowing how authentic you are. Enough gushing, though. Here's my question. Is there anything you regret not doing before starting your stream career? Something you feel you can't do now? Hmm. I've had my regrets in my life, definitely. A lot of regrets. Um, probably not finishing my photography school. Um, but I understand there were other circumstances, so I can't really keep regretting that stuff. That's only going to be bad for you if you keep regretting stuff. Um, no, I wish I was better in school. I wish I was um, better in finishing stuff. Um, but that's all in the past. I don't really, I can't really focus on the past too much. Um, right now I, I'm in a place where I'm confident in myself that I, if I really want to do something, I can do something. So, um, even though I regret some things I did in my past life, I know I can still do it right now because, uh, one of the things I keep telling myself is, um, as long as you're still alive, there's still a chance. Uh, everything's everything's possible until you're in your casket. So as long as you're not in your casket, anything's possible. You gotta be no matter how long it takes. We got the last one here, Develop. Roll into the last segment. It says, yo, Dave, bro. I have a hard time making the stream sometimes because of work. I always enjoy coming into the stream and hanging out. Hilarious dude and such a kind person. Hope to be able to show up for some more streams. Enjoy the rest of your night. XQCL, the Valley Home. <laughs> hey, that's the homie Big Mac. I already that's know that. that's Big Mac. That's that Big Mac? How'd you know that? I already fucking know that's Big Mac because I've been streaming on in a different time slot lately. And because Big Mac's American, uh, I stream earlier now. Um, so we can't really make it to the stream as much. Mm. So I feel like it's Big Mac. Maybe it's someone else. I don't know. Worst part is, again, uh, I don't have that answer for you. No name. No, but I feel like it's 100% Big Mac. Uh, maybe 99 okay give me some leeway but there he is he says he's canadian, canadian. yeah it's easy hey it's you big mac i hey. insulted him now he'll never show up canadian american all same shit bro all that big ass island over there island all right all right yeah brother. i think your island's bigger anywho uh <laughs> pretty sure true uh well mr Develli. thank you big mac i love you big mac mr Develli. all right there it is. Throw oh. those hard. Throw those. Throw those. BT. What is it? BDS. BBC. What is it? BT. Is it BTS? BBC? Would you want me to throw my BBC on stream? 
I think you'll get banned, bro. Yeah, I'm good, dude. I don't need to pull a force in, dude. I don't need that horse cock around here. Uh, Mr. Develli, <laughs> dude. Mr. Develli. <laughs> Mr. Develli, you've spent such a long time in this afternoon. We've been going for three hours plus, and and much uh, like in life, nothing is free. So I'm going to need you to do two things for me before we, we cascade to the final segment and say our final goodbyes. All right, Dave? Yes. So the first thing I have is I know you have the stream up. All right. Can you choose a name that isn't a mod, myself, or current VIP if there are any? Cass. Wow. The return. The return. It's your girl. Sim. Yes. Fuck you, Kappa. Yo, can we ban Kappa? Mods. Mods. Yeah, that's up to the mods. All right, Cass, you've returned. You've returned to the leaderboard here. One of the first ever to, to come back. Uh, but you know the drill, Cass. You got to take care of someone. Get rid of them. We have to take get rid of Take it from another woman. We have to keep equality, okay? I think there's two women in there. there yeah, oh, there okay. is only two women in there. So two of the five. <laughs> Who do you want, Cass? Who are you ruining? Whose day are you ruining? Hmm, where's the women? Uh, mm, Ms. Daydream. Definitely not the one called Megs. <laughs> <laughs> Megs is... Yeah, right. Uh, Ms. Daydream and Hometown Green are the women. What? Um, what? The other three are Megs, Mr. Mal uh, Malvik, and Grady Grady. Okay, don't take Malvik. Wow, she just Malvik. got it. And you're adding her. Holy shit, you are savage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, hey, the world is cruel. Better, better start dealing with it, bro. Yeah, damn. I literally just put that. Some. I literally just put that one on this morning, and you fucking ruined your life. All right, perfect. <laughs> I t I'll take that. I'll change it up when uh when I got the time during the break. Uh, but one more thing. All right, Mr. Valley, you've gone through the ringer with me. You've experienced this show. You've experienced what it's like to have your uh, stream life, online and offline lives, picked at. Um, but who's someone you would recommend, all right? Who's a suggestion you'd have that you'd want to watch uh, go through this exact same process themselves? Uh, I've thought about a lot of people, okay? Um, but I think there's one person I feel like would be good. Um, I've gotten really close with him in the last few months. He's like one of those people you... You meet and you hit it off instantly, like instantly from the first fucking minute. And that guy's called It's Gray Fox. Ooh, if I were to say, because um, I do have him on the a list, he's already there. He he applied. Is he's he already there? <laughs> yeah, he's literally on the list. Yeah, I have him on the uh, on the list. I told him. Okay, so he's gonna get on regardless. Sometime. Yeah. So you're gonna have to come up with another. You have to come okay. up with another name. Then it's Isaiah Creati. Is he in chat right now? How do you spell? Uh, I'll, I'll ping him. Isaiah Creati. Bell emoji. Hey, there he is. Oh, there it is. Perfect. Dude, uh, Isaiah is the goat. Isaiah is the goat. He, he has been coding a fucking website for streamers. Um, you know how I've been, how I've been telling you about um, like these fucking channel point rewards where people can like stream uh or like redeem videos and loud ass sounds on my stream yeah um he's the one that actually coded that holy like the entire shit. website Sick. it's like tts yeah you can show videos you can show images you can uh play sounds 
Um, he's upgrading the site right now, which should be coming out soon. I don't know when it's coming out, Isaiah, but um, he's been doing a lot of cool shit. And yeah. he's just a good guy in general. So I'd like to see him on. I would love to see I would love to see that website too. That's an that's a impressive book. I that's that's yeah, it's amazing. Fascinating. That's fascinating. Oh, in a couple weeks. It's coming out in a couple weeks. Awesome. Say less. The new one. Well, perfect. Mr. Isaiah, I've got you. Like I've said, I got a fucking sticky note of it all. So I've got you on the sticky note. I'll add you to the list. Expect some sort of DM uh in the future. All right. I know I I'm backlogged, dude. I'm fucking backlogged, but expect the DM regardless. Um, Mr. Develli. We're at the last segment of the evening, all right? This show, and I'll do the, oh, my gosh. Let's let's give a, uh, here we go. We got a gifted <gasps> sub from Mr. Santa Slays to Isaiah Creates. Santa Slays, dude, thank you so much for that gifted. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love, especially, to, to such a talented streamer and just man in general. General, I'm sorry. Isaiah Creates. Um, Santa says, I, I really do appreciate that, man. Uh, that's really awesome. And Isaiah, check out, peep out these uh, these these little perks here for you, um, being a part of this community as a sub there. But Mr. Develli, all right, bringing us back Hi. in. Love what you do. Um, bring us back in here. This show, man, this show is a, it's, it's, it's taken from a concept from one of my favorite shows inside the actor studio. Uh, this guest, uh, James Lipton, rest in peace. Uh, we bring on entertainers, actors, actresses of the sort for 23 years. And he, act, he legitimately taught at a university, and this whole thing was shot. His whole show was shot in a classroom. And so uh, it, was, it was basically to teach people how to act and, and their life stories. And he'd get into their personal lives first and then getting into their discography. So as an homage, uh, one of the things that he used to do was at the end of every show, he'd ask every guest the same 10 questions. And it's a tradition that I've kept here from the very first show I've ever done uh, back in whenever, you know, tw 51 interviews ago to this very day. Uh, there's only two rules, Develli. First one is, uh, wow, you'd think I'd memorize this pitch by now. The first rule is that you have to answer every question. And so, but, but try to keep it within a thought. So not a sentence, not a yep. paragraph, just one thought. And shit, what is the other rule? Fuck, this is, in, like, again, this is ridiculous. I've usually, <laughs> I've said everyone is, uh, there's supposed to be another rule, but I feel like I'm pretty sure, oh, of course, I'm not going to react to anything you say. So I'm going to stay completely silent, and I'm just going to wait for a moment of silence before we go into the next question, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. All good. All right, well, I'll start us off here. Um... Question one. What is your favorite word? Hmm. Affection. Good word. What is your least favorite word? Hmm. Damn. Uh, yeah, moist. Moist is a fucked up word, true. <laughs> no. 
What turns you on? Assertiveness. Taking control. Turns you off. Mm. Uh, rudeness. What sound or noise do you love? Rain. What sound or noise do you hate? Chewing. What is your favorite curse word? R word. <laughs> People know what I mean. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Um, ideally, if I was a good singer, a singer, else just a musician. Anything with music, pretty much. Creating music. What profession would you not like to do? Hmm. Um, working in an Amazon warehouse. <laughs> and lastly, Mr. Develli, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? <clears throat> mm, you've been a good husband to your wife. Um, you raised your kids well. And you're a good person. That's it. Yo. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Develli. Develli, dude. Holy shit. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank man. you for inviting me. Holy shit. Well, it's been long overdue. True. <laughs> this was True. this was months True. and months in the making. I was supposed to do this 12-hour stream in December. And I was just like, I couldn't be bothered. I'm way too, I'm way too stressed. But um well, fuck it. Yeah. No, it was it was a blast, man. This was this was awesome. I, uh, let me uh you know, before we go our separate ways, this this is the last thing I usually end up doing. It's I I try to take in everything that we've just done. You know, we've we've shared over three and a half hours with each other. Jesus and, Christ! And I know that's fucking insane. That's an insane. It feels jump. like fifteen minutes. Really? To be honest, I'm gonna be honest. Before. <laughs> It's like before we started, I had like a fucking panic attack. I was sitting on the toilet, fucking doing breathing exercises. Why? And I don't know. I just get sometimes I just get really nervous, and then I just gotta have like a little bit of a panic attack, and then I'll be mm -hmm. fine, you know. Mm -hmm. But once we started, it was gone, and it was really it was natural. It felt natural, <laughs> I guess. It reminds me of like uh, like back in the day, I used to do piano recitals. And like you, you get scared, you know, you, you get on the stage, you have all the anticipation. And then when you're finally there, you kind of settle in, 
and you, you yeah know, of course my piano size was fucking terrible i i had to quit because my parents were like i'm not spending money on that shit if you're gonna just <laughs> whatever you're gonna fuck around and do whatever but like with you dave like it, it was my pleasure man and and to be able to um be able to take who you are as a person not even as a streamer and present that to your community to your existing friends uh, to those that may have never seen you before is, is one of my, my biggest honors and pleasures in life. I've, I've realized more and more doing this. Um, but more focusing on, on your story, man. Like, it's, you know, from the exterior. If someone were to just jump in to a stream of yours or to your podcast or even to this episode and they hear bits and pieces and they were to judge you only based off those, you know, small bits, they wouldn't understand the man that, that is you know, sitting across from me, that is before us all. Uh, there's a lot of range that you've shown from, you know, you, you have that DJ and hey, let's talk about the baddies, let's talk about the Bella Porches and yada yada. But then who knew that that same man that got that horny Develli emote is also the man that's saying, actually, I have the biggest loyalty in the game. You know, something that I've been burned on numerous times has been, uh, the lack of loyalty or uh, emotional loyalty and all that jazz. Maybe we're even talking about you from a vocational standpoint uh, where you're kind of realizing, and that's such an important realization, where you're like, I don't want my work to be the end-all, be-all of my life, that there's so much more to yep. explore and to discover. And and what's beautiful is that you're, you're, you're learning this as you go, and you're learning at this at a fairly young age. Um, and I, I think what I found most fascinating is that you and I, we're literally across the world from one another. But the stuff that you shared this afternoon and those that were able to, to hear it in full, and maybe those that are stopping by to watch this on YouTube and on Spotify, uh, really get to understand that uh, it doesn't matter where we are in the world or how old the differences, uh, differences in age, but there's a lot of dimes. There's a lot of wisdom to be shared. And Dave, I think you did a very good job with that. Too. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, dude. But I'll give you the final word, all right? Before we go our separate ways, what would you like to say to everyone here uh, as, as your final say before we go our separate ways and I go go back to my bullshit of a, of a <laughs> main camming for another eight hours or so? Uh, what I want to say is fuck Mubsy. He a little bitch. But he's also the goat for providing content for my streams. <laughs> but he's still he's still dog shit at Valorant. Don't get that wrong. You're still dog shit, bro. Um, no, okay. If I'm really serious, um, I'm in a really good mental state in my life right now. I've been in the best mental state I've been in my life. Like you remember when we did um, the other podcast, Second Opinion, yeah, when I was like yeah, yeah. hella insecure and stuff. I'm kind of <laughs> over that shit right now. I'm just. Um, if uh, let me let me be a motivational motivational speaker for a little bit, okay? Um, I know a lot of people in the Twitch community. Um, what I've noticed is a lot of people are having a lot of struggles, um, like a lot of people. Um, and um, all I want to say is, take it a little step by step. That's what I did. Take it step by step. Um, if you have a day where you're not motivated, when you don't want to do anything, you know what? Realize that sometimes you need to take a step back, chill out. Um, but uh, nothing comes instantly. Just chill out. Realize that you're a good person. Uh, realize that you do have the capacity to do things. 
That's all you need, man. All you, all you need is a little bit of hoping yourself. Everything will come by itself. It might not come quick, but it will come at some point. And that's how it is. Boom. There it is. That's all what right. I realized this year. I appreciate it. Well, Dave, thank you so much for your time. Uh, when are you going live next? So they can cash you. Uh, maybe in like five hours if I'm going to go for a DJ stream. But uh, if anything, probably tomorrow around like... Uh, around like uh, I don't know man it's all like different time zones it's gonna probably be like 8pm my time that's like 2pm EST well just give us your time uh, zone what is it 8pm what is the time zone 8pm uh, CET CET alright 8pm CET everyone yes. else google that shit alright figure it out I hate that that's oh. so many people are like what is your yeah, you know? and I'm just like I'm not a converter alright I google it like anyone else um, but no I feel that well Dave, thank you so much. Go on. Thank you. Um, you take care. I'll talk to you again soon. All right, man? Damn right. All right. Hey, right, fuck it. Stay horny, guys. Stay horny. <laughs> All right. All right. horny seven. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. So, man, holy shit. Let me hit up some music here so we're not in dead silence. <laughs> <laughs>